Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst, the trailer booking and Billy Bones, a Paolo DiCaprio, West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. We're proud of our history. West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast podcast it is season 11 i think it's episode six i'm gonna say six because it feels like six uh and the whole gang is back in town the booches are in the boom box or whatever and no, that doesn't quite work <laughs> good evening um good afternoon or good morning george where are you what are you doing i am at home uh recording a podcast with you all Thank you for joining us tonight. And, and thanks, not thanks to for having me. me. Uh, also, his father. <laughs> uh, John, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my luxurious property in Ripley. having the podcast with you's lot. Uh, is, is Paul Weller pop round for tea tonight or not? He's not been round lately, no. I, I think oh. he's back up town. He's not been round for the last few oh, weeks. That's a shame. Malice. Could be. I won't. He's not uh, down Wardour Street, is he? No, but he might be down in the tube station a bit later oh, on. About midnight. Yeah. About midnight. <laughs> Nigel, you giving it away. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. That's all you get. Because uh, there's a lot to choose. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, Kenny Tamlin, where are you and what are you doing? I've just pulled myself off the living room floor in oh, shock. We should clip that. What? Well, we'll just I'll stop just... you. <laughs> just pulled myself off. And then oh, the <laughs> done. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, mate. I, mean, I ain't got the energy for that anymore. <laughs> too much too much organisation needs to be done and stuff like that. I'm just sort of you know, passing by. Okay. Oh. Anyway, let's uh, not talk about all our ills and aches. Let's talk about uh, football. Ills. And uh, we did have a game of football against the red devils on sunday um well actually have we have we uh no it's a game yeah, of two about we thursday we've got to talk about thursday um let's start with the booches we haven't heard their dulcet tones so let's start with you george 
Um, let's let's start with Ooh. Dynamo Zagreb uh, in Croatia. The big the big bad blue boys. Um, the big bad blue boys. Yeah. What a performance! I was yeah. full of excitement, um, which is rare did for me, as uh, did, people did that know me well will know. I didn't go to Croatia. No, oh, I watched okay. it from the safety of my clear. living room. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was very much looking forward to it. Uh, nice early kickoff. Strange watching West Ham on a Thursday night. Um, at five forty-five. At five forty-five. Yeah. Uh, I was, as I said, full of excitement and really looking forward to the game. And boy, did they deliver! I was very, very impressed with every performance on that pitch. I thought. Both goals were very good, Antonio and Rice, for very different reasons, but both kind of capitalising on mistakes and making the most of their opportunities. Declan Rice, another storm of performance. Um, Yaya Torre-esque, his goal, I would say. I have uh, memories of Yaya Torre running through our team and scoring a goal not too dissimilar to that at Upton Park when he was playing for Man City. Um yeah, full of praise and positivity heading into uh, the weekend on on yeah. Sunday against Man United, which we'll come on to in due top, course. I'm top sure. Of the, top of the league, Europa League. Top of, top of the league. We top, are top of, of the, the league. league. Yeah. Well, in our Group H, uh, let's move on to your father. Um, did the lineup surprise you, Johnny Boy? No, I thought it was quite a good line, good strong lineup. I thought there might be a few more changes than there was. But, I mean, again, I would say I was looking forward to it, which may surprise some people. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got in, settled down. I got a beer in my hand, and it was bloody brilliant, wasn't it? It was really, really good. It was a really mature, professional performance, and it looked like we'd been playing at that level and on that stage for years. Really accomplished performance. And I was really impressed with like Jules, everyone, everything about it. I just come away from there full of. I just couldn't believe it how how good it was. It was brilliant. Elephant in the room, poor Dynamo Zagreb, or good West Ham. Um, I think a very good performance from West Ham, and they couldn't cope with it. And we we're, we're just a better level, a better team than they are. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Nigel? Yep. You were going to go, weren't you? Um, what, Zagreb? Yeah. No. Which one are you going to go to then? Um, I'm hoping to do Vienna. Okay. In November. Right. Anyway, let's, let's talk about the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want to know? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything you want. I, you know, we were. Well, I was wondering really like, what, what bit you wanted to know. Did well, you watch the game? We, or We never not, know with you, do we? What you know or what you don't going know. Over, look, this is a podcast. We talk about games, right? So you know the drill. Let's not talk about stuff that um, John or George has. So try and find a different angle, mate. Um, I'd like to apologise <laughs> to West Ham United for doubting that they would win. All right. It was, it was the toughest game. I tipped it last week to be a loss. Um, did. I, I did. I, I, I thought Zagreb got the semi-final last year. You know, a, a, t- a team that could play Champions League football, perennial winners of their league. But um, 
West Ham under Moyes turned up and, and put in one of them performances that, that get you out your seat and jumping up and down off the sofa when you're at home and, and start making you believe that this football club is on the right path with the right people. Um, we'll get to Sunday's game later in regards to that. But, I, I, <laughs> but you know, I, I, one of the best performances perhaps in Europe, um, away from home, that I can think I've seen West Ham play. Or, it, like, obviously, it was, on telly. It, it was surprising. Let me give you a static attack to help you. Uh, the possession was 50-50 right down the middle. Um, Zagreb had eight shots, zero on target. West Ham had 14 shots, five on target. Um, they didn't look like scoring at all, really. <coughs> mm. I mean, the, the stats show that, but I, 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 I'm still surprised. I'm still a bit of, you know, did they just not turn up or did we stop them playing their game? I don't, I, uh, I don't know the answer. I thought it was a bit of both. I think we they didn't turn up because we stopped them playing their game mm. and they didn't know how to deal with it. That's what it looked like to me. I think the the um we were closing them down right from the start. And uh, you know most of the the first half was played in their half of of the um of the pitch. Mm. It very rarely in the first half did they get out of it. So while we were fortunate with the first goal that it was a sloppy back pass, it was undoubtedly down to the pressure that we'd built up and created and them not knowing what to do, how to play out, play through it. And it just needed that loose pass from from their right back, um, or right, I think he was a centre-half actually, who, who dropped it short to their keeper. And Antonio, and you can see when you see the replays, he, he read what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, if he'd have hesitated one bit, the keeper would have got there. But he didn't. He could see what was going to happen. It, it was, was a on sloppy goal to concede, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it, it's it's one of them where they can go, well, they were fortunate because we didn't create the goal. Or they could say, we didn't create the goal. We shot ourselves in the foot. Where actually, you could say, well, we did create the goal because of the amount of pressure we kept on their back line by closing them down. All the front line players were closing down, closing, closing, closing down. Forced them to make the mistake. Yeah. And then the Rice goal, Rice goal um, great, great. early in the second half settled the game really. And um, yeah, yeah, it was more. like Ronaldo-esque oh, um, in, in a way. Yes, but that's what it was, wasn't it? You know, it sort of mirrored the Ronaldo goal against Newcastle at the weekend before where he, he, he runs after length of the pitch and smashes it through the legs of the keeper. Yeah. I mean, with shooting ability like that, you'd expect Declan Rice to be getting more goals, isn't he, when he's one-on-one with a keeper when he's about 18 yards out? Yeah, no, you would. But I'll save that till it was later. A great, yeah, mm. yeah. It was a great. So, Canningtown Len, any words yeah. of wisdom to... Well, uh, got, first of all, it sounds like I'm thinking exactly the same way as Nigel, but let's keep on the Thursday. Unbelievably good performance. I mean, we... we Everywhere we go now, we look at a, a match, if not better, for any team around. And we just we played absolutely outstanding. 
It's fair. Have we, have we peaked too be early, fair. though? You know what we're like. No. That's just early. you, Sean. Winning's well, no. a habit. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, Sean, you're known for that. I am, yeah. We didn't at one point look like we were the second best team in it, did we? No, not. But, but that's what worries me, you know, we're... No. Why would it worry you, Sean? That was the well, hardest. Yeah, we just know West Ham. Well, yeah, I know that. This is exactly how West Ham. So obviously, West Ham won, Genk won. You know, Rapid Wine is it? Well, how would they pronounce that? Yeah, Rapid Wine. That's it. Yeah. Wine. Is it? There's is a it? song by UB40, wasn't it? <laughs> um, they what, Red Red Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> they they're the the ones I'm fancying, and I just see. You know, they'll probably turn us over, you know, when they're playing at home. I don't know. I just, I just I've well, supported West Ham for too long to believe that... Can you fuck actually... off then? <laughs> so yeah. we can be that <laughs> <laughs> I think people need to understand, and we'll get to it later, that we've currently got a, a player with almost superhero momentum in Declan Rice. Mm-hmm. I mean, only a fool would think he can't achieve anything in a minute, let alone a penalty mm. from 12 like, yards. So, I mean, the, the guy's just got you through, yeah. uh, uh, get, got you through with a super goal against an amazing, a good European team. Let's not make no bones mm. about it. And it's, it was this second goal that put us in a position where we were, didn't look like we was going to lose. Yeah. You know, a superstar he is. Literally that now yeah. today, superstar. Well, that, and, let's, um, let's look at. You're right. Let's be optimistic that we're going to win our group, and we're going to move on past the group stages. That did earn us five hundred and thirty-seven thousand pounds, six hundred and ten thousand euros. You get for a win, not bad. Uh, on top of the, I think two and a half million quid we got for qualifying to. You know, so, you know, we've paid for our uh, flight out of Stansted and, and the hotel charges, so we're on a winner-winner chicken dinner already. We're going to win the European League. That's us, that last question. Europa League. Are we going to win it, George? Yeah, easy, easy. Easy, easy. Yeah. Champions League football, here we come. John? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks like we're going to walk it, Sean. Walk it. Right, excellent. Len? Yeah, I'd like to change my response from the question last week about priorities. I'd like the UEFA Cup now to be in the top priority. Okay, all right. And, and we could get through this group now and win the last yeah, yeah, 16. But we, all right, so let me be a little less flippant. Can we win it? Can we win? Yes, we can. We can. We can, but, you know, we need to keep up the, the form that we've had the last 18 months. After now, after this group stage, it becomes a knockout, and then people drop out. The Champions League come in, don't they? Eight clubs from the Champions League. This is League. it. This is it. A knockout. Anything can happen. Yeah, true. Nigel, are you going to give us a sensible answer? Can we win the Europa League? Well, that's sensible then. Well, no. Well, I was talking <laughs> about, I was, yours was. I was talking about the Bucci boys, actually. What was, what? what was wrong with mine? You asked me, what? can we win it? I well, said yes. I don't believe you. Yeah, you said it can. in a, a comical way. He's, well, he said thanks. He says thanks for inviting me on his own podcast in the comical way, but we're right over <laughs> your head. <laughs> Nigel, in the last fifteen years, I yeah. believe Fulham and Middlesbrough have reached the UEFA Cup final. Yeah. So, 
using that mentality, why not? All right, fair enough. Honest answer. Let's move on uh, to the London Stadium on Sunday and uh, the uh, visit of the Red Devils. Um, obviously, I was there. So was uh, Nigel. So was Len. We're going to... Uh, well, actually, Len, I want to be fair because you went last. I'm going to go in reverse order. Let's start with you, Len. You, go you, on, then. Uh, your return. Well, you were, that wasn't your first game back, was it? You've been to... No, it was my third. Third game back, yeah, for some people who didn't go on holiday. Um, y- you get to start. An exciting right. game. Good atmosphere. Uh, well, it wasn't atmosphere-wise. It wasn't as good as the previous two games. Was a, obviously, you do get a slightly different crowd there come when the game's been sort of on the um, Sunday special on the sky. You do get another crowd in that makes it a little bit slightly different. So I'm not sure, I wouldn't agree with you about the atmosphere. Well, I thought in the run-up to the hour goal, and for the five minutes after that goal before they equalised, I thought there was a really good atmosphere, and that everybody was singing in in that section, and there seemed to be a good Yeah, there was a bit of, of that. Um, yeah. And then sort of that was dampened after the 35th minute after bloody Ronaldo scored. But no, I thought that the build-up to that, our goal and our goal, it was good atmosphere for the first 35 minutes in the stadium. Okay. Mind you. All right. Anyway, <laughs> talk about the game. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about? That? Well, I mean... Uh, well, you, um, you've got you've got a dealer's choice. You go first. So you can talk about the West Ham goal. You can talk about the setup. You can talk about Ronaldo. You can talk about the penalty that never was. You can talk about Mark well, Noble. You can talk about... Well, a lot of that was the second half. But in, in the first half... Um, I, I thought we, we we played pretty well, all things considered. That Antonio wasn't there, and it you know it seemed a little bit trickier to get an out ball, if you understand what I mean, to get a ball out to start a counter attack. But we we did okay. There was I thought both teams looked a little bit tired. Um, hmm. I don't think it was perfect football. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought we did in. We did enough for a goal, but I yeah. was hoping. I think we were hoping we were going on to half time. Uh, unfortunately, I thought it was an own goal. I was surprised it was um, given to um, <coughs> Benrahma. Um, well, I mean, you could say it never really left the the width of the goal. So I mean, you can't. That's, that is the rule, isn't it? it? If, if it's on, yeah. if it's going on target and it's deflected in, it's given. I yeah. mean, who knows if the original shot was given? We'll, we'll never know that. But you know, I I was pleased to see that deflection and the going on it. I really was pleased with the boy as well. Um, yeah. Do you want me to talk about the second half, or do you want me to pass? Well, well, no, why? Well, let's talk about obviously. Uh, let's talk about the equaliser. So you know, we were very delirious in the stadium to go one nil up. Yeah. Um, hushed the uh, visitors. Uh, yeah. Five minutes later, the party's over. And yeah. who was it? bloody 36 year old well who was who we were singing you're just a shit Lionel Messi because that really motivated him of course well I mean uh, someone said, said I mean I don't know the, 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 I don't know if there was any issue with the offside but when I, I saw the replay 
I mean, I didn't see when the ball was kicked from to draw that line there that put Creswell's foot there. Um, but yeah. it was the other end of the pitch. I didn't. I didn't. Well, really it did go to VAR checking for possible offside, and and maybe the boys, the Bucci boys who were watching from home, can say what went on because we we didn't get to see that, and I'm sure you saw lines drawn continuously while we waited. So. John, George, is there anything you want to add about that VAR decision? Uh, I'm going to add a disclaimer here that I have only watched highlights of this game, so John really? is probably best place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All low lights, given what happened at the end. Okay. John? Well, it was... It wasn't really... It wasn't like the old lots and lots of lines and everything. It was just like one line and a little dotted line down. Um, it was a steal as well, so you didn't really see when the ball was kicked. Oh, but, so you know, right it's so, it's it's so so confusing now. You know, his arm his arm was in front of Creswell, and his his body was leading that way. But his feet, Creswell's foot was in front of his foot. So I I just don't know. It's just so like, he's onside then. Yeah, <laughs> let's call it onside. <laughs> well, it, it turned yeah. out that it was regardless. But the the point I'm making is that I I don't know if there was any. Because someone said he looked offside on one of the things, but I don't really... Anyway, he showed anyway. his class with sort of being there for the tapping, and yeah. I was disappointed with Fabianski's um, effort for that, but not realising he'd made such a good slightly tip onto the post not too long before. He, he had, so there was yeah. a lot. Of, he did make a couple of good saves that were missed if you were there. I mean, well, there were so... I... I wrote an article today. I wrote an article today. There's a surprise. And I've sort of said that I I blame him. I think he sort of uh, fumbled both of those goals. And uh, although he made a really great save, it's time for him to uh, step aside and um, rotate the goalkeeper. What, you actually wrote that in an article? Yeah, I did, yeah. Did you? Yeah. But did you not look back on it and think, actually, maybe I'm not right there? No, I don't. I, After I do the two saves. I, I thought he, he There was a couple saves. of moments where... I, I just think that. he fumbled. Do you know what? I'd hate to be in the fucking trenches with you. I'll tell you what. Honestly <laughs> Look, he's been, to but God. Hang on a minute. This is a competitive oh. sport. He oh. brought Ariola in for competition. For, and he didn't start against Europa. He hasn't started any of their games. He's got an opportunity in the Carabao Cup to bring him in on Wednesday. And I think if Ariola does really well on Wednesday, he should stay for the Premier League game afterwards. No, as I, say, I look, as I say, if we're in the trenches, I want you next to me. In fact, I want you in front of Am me. Am I not allowed to have an opinion? And who can so I'll make sure I'll get the shot rather than you. Can I um, not have an opinion who should be dropped and who should no, be replaced? Well, I don't, I, no, when you're writing for a website like that, I don't think you should be putting shit out like that. No, I don't. Okay, I'm not allowed to have an opinion now. It was very clear. This is not an inside thing. This is a blog, right? So it's my opinion. I made it very. All right, clear well, it's your opinion. opinion, isn't it? But it, you, you, it just quantifies the, the old thing that opinions are like arseholes, isn't it? And you've got one, <laughs> or are one? Right, uh, so I you, don't you, know. You wouldn't I, try Ariola. Just... You're going to get him to sit on the bench, right? Until. Um, no, but I, I would play Ariola in the Caribou Cup, but I would not be dropping Fabianski off for of the back of that mistake. And uh, I definitely wouldn't be putting an article out on one of West Ham's biggest websites stating, oh, I think this should happen, because the bloke... Look, 
you've totally ignored all the other saves he's made in the game, like the one-on-one. He made. When Ronaldo he did. No, I didn't. Whatever, in the second half. Save. Totally ignoring all no, that. I ignored You're that. picking I him out. That. You are because you're saying he should be dropped. He he fumbled. I didn't say I needed. I didn't say he'd be dropped. I didn't use that word. I said he needed a rest. Oh fuck off, Chong! <laughs> Chong, can you tell me what you know what he did wrong for the Lingard goal? I think well, he didn't hold on I to can... it. He didn't hold on yeah, to it. for the Lingard goal. Before that, he didn't hold on to it because it went to the top corner. No, before the ball come back into Lingard, yeah. he didn't take control, pick the ball up. He got yeah. cleared by Kufal. Yeah, but he was right in front of us, and we yeah. saw that, and we thought, oh, we're going to pay for that. Because we could have just picked the ball up. We could have just picked the ball up. But Kufa done a U turn and cleared it up. I knew you were going to say it's harsh, but it's my opinion. It's worse. At the game there, I'm thinking somewhat different. The sort of. I'm thinking there's a a progression of little mistakes. But once you see the good saves that he did make, make, I think. Let's give Shevman a chance because let's move on to the second half. So we're one win at half time and, and probably well into it, thinking a, a draw could be a good result. Take us through the second half then, Nigel. Well, firstly, I thought atmosphere was possibly a bit flatter than normal because half the ground was Man United fans. Um, <laughs> well, you, you, funny you should say that because uh, uh, I had to have a little word with someone who brought their kid along. Yeah, um, He was... He was foreign, and he had a he had his kid who was probably about six wearing a Man yeah. United uh, top yeah. in full and and with Ronaldo on the back. Yeah, I, I walked through the station with a bloke. Who, who, and I said, who "You can't was... do that. You need to." And he went, "Why?" And I said, "Because you're in the home end." He said, "But he's he's a child." And I said, "But you you're pointing yourself out as you're a Man United fan." For him. He's huh? a child. What's that got to do with it? He's a child. He was pointing out it's, his it's up to him to set example. Yeah. Exactly, dickhead. Yeah, it's it's it's. Well, perhaps we'll cover that later. Cause... Well, I did. I did have a word with the steward in the end, and they went, well, "What do you want me to do about it?" I said, "I don't know." It says behind you to report these things, and they brought in the response team, uh, and the response team made him cover up and sort of said, "You need to put his jacket on." Yeah, but they didn't move it. No one likes the grass, though, Sean. Um, but <laughs> I mean, back to the game. Yeah, I just it. I mean, it just had to be Lingard, didn't it? It was a fantastic strike. He scored a goal that we all cheered, you know, from January onwards. It was written, onwards. though, wasn't it? That, you know, it was, you know, Ronaldo on. to score and Lingard to come on and score. I, I thought we actually, we played really well. We, we we looked like we were in Man United's company, not a yeah. team that was, like, um, uh, not as good as them. Um, I thought they were struggling to cope with us at times. Um, I don't want to pick holes in Bowen. I thought he did rather well. I was surprised, though, when he took Vlasic off because I thought Vlasic was playing better than Bowen. For now, um, he, he seemed to have a bit of a quiet game. Well, you know, when you've got a midfield that they've got of of the Fred, he brought McTominay in. See, I, I did a bit of me, like, by playing McTominay and Fred, he sort of matched us up, like, with Rice and Suchek. And I think that was a bit of respect towards us. Um, mm. So, and they had Pogba in the middle as well. You know, there's not going to be a lot of space. There's, yeah, there's no. three really they're top-class players there. I'll, I'll just give you a so, quick stat attack. They had 60% of possession to our 40. They had 17 mm. shots, 10 on target to our 13, yeah. 4 on target. 
Right, so that's eight shots saved, and you want him dropped on that. Uh, well done. 20% well, yeah, went some past of them him. were a bit tight. Um, I mean, of those well, shots, no, some of them Sean, went straight stats. to him. You, you're the one throwing stats out there. I know, but I was there yeah. and I watched it. So. I couldn't get right. Wi Fi wasn't working. I couldn't get a mobile signal. So oh, I is that why you watched the game, game then? Because you couldn't get anything on your phone. He was forced, he was yeah. forced oh. to watch it. <laughs> forced to watch the game. <laughs> um, He's looking out no, for kids in Ronaldo shirts. You know, it was set up. It, 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 like, we get the penalty. I thought it was an arse penalty, but we get the penalty. And then my mind floats back to like 1996. Hang on, let's, let's rewind. How about the other penalty that we should have been awarded? And, and maybe we can well, I don't know. See, John in here because he was watching I've not it from watched home. It. John, was that a penalty? Yeah, what sort of thing? Right, let me give my point of view yeah, and then ask John. Because watching it, I thought Suchek leaned into the bloke. But I was that was up the other end of me. I'm a long no. way away, John. You see it? No, was it, it was, on TV. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It, it was. It looked yeah. to me clear and obvious that it was a penalty. But I, I thought it wasn't given because there was an offside in there somewhere. But then after the game, they looked at it and no, it wasn't offside. And pretty much everyone, even today on Sky, it's all over Twitter tonight. The old Dermot Gallagher saying it should have been a penalty. Couldn't understand what's going on. Why does VIR Sorry. not look at that? I don't understand. Yeah. VIR? Well, Why the VIR? Is that the video indecisive oh, ref? Piss off. No one likes you. You said yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Why does VIR? You guys. Why did VR look at a, a laughable Ronaldo dive? Even the, the referee didn't give a penalty. Checks it on VAR, so it's no penalty. And not book Ronaldo. And then we're yeah, having yeah. a discussion two point. fucking dives later mm. about whether things are penalties or not. Yeah, you could see and, that, definitely. He, he he actually, I don't know if it's a dive, but he certainly scuffs his... Oh, it's laughable. His, his feet it was laughable. Oh, there was one where he threw himself he moves, No, he forward. moves away from the ball. The first one, he completely yeah. moves away from the ball. I, I can't remember if it was over Kufel or Zuma. But could have even been Crespo. I mean, it was Kufel, it was Kufel, the first one. No, he just was threw Kufel, himself yeah. over him. Mm. It, it's just a joke. How you... Look, you, you gave um, Lanzini a band for that. Yeah. You haven't even got, you've no, looked I it think, again, haven't you? Card. Card, card him, he's cheating. He, I, I, I he didn't cheating. cover himself in glory, did he? He didn't cover himself in glory. For, for me... As a as a younger football fan, I'm sure you all do as well. I have so much respect for Ronaldo in terms of his footballing ability. Mm. I don't remember much about. Well, of course I do, but I don't hold any grudges against him from his Portugal winking or whatever it was back yeah, then. Yeah. Just what he's the done in his man. career has just been incredible. Yeah. But him on Sunday, having watched it most of it back. Even the, it, it, not only his diving, but the way he was trying to encourage Lingard to go and celebrate. Did you see that? He was yes, almost telling them off yeah. for not wanting to celebrate. And I'm just like, just let him be his own man. Why are you? Yeah. To, and and the whole thing he did the week before in in or during the week in Europe when he was like standing up in front of Solskjaer and shouting at all the players. And I just think he's he's well, a bit too big for his boots. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> he's a cock. And and it was good yeah. to see, by the but way. He's so when, good, isn't he? He's so good. When Lingard came on, it was good that he got a round of applause and got a good reception. And, you know, I didn't think he really over-celebrated. I know the whole team went over to the away fans because they were close to it when he scored. But, 
you know, I think he tried his best not to join in. Yeah, he put his he, hands up. To go he did. He old. put. He, yeah, he was doing the old hands up and pushing down. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah, he got trapped. Ronaldo, Ronaldo puts his arm around him, grabs him by the neck, and go and says something in his ear and points to the fan yeah, and pushes him over. Away, fan. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't have begrudged him a celebration. Yeah, let's, well, no, me. let's move no. on to injury time and let's move on to John and, and, and I'm going to ask each of you yeah. what you thought when the substitution was made. So we're given a penalty. Um, before we go to John and talk about the game and then that last bit, I'm going to ask you what your reg- first thoughts were. So let's start with you, Len. You, you see that Mark Noble's coming on. Forget hindsight. Yeah. What, what, yep. what was your first thought? I said, well, someone said, the guy in front of me says, Noble's coming on. And um, like Noble's coming to take the penalty quite positively. And I'm, I didn't really, I wouldn't even want to take it. Oh, really? That's, well, yeah, that's my, what my, my initial thought was, is that allowed? I didn't even know that was in the rules. You're allowed to change before a penalty is taken. But the, the second one thing is, yeah, it's the right decision. Bring on someone who definitely always scores. Nigel? So you've lost you've lost faith in Creswell as well as Fabianski. Well, I think... Lost I know, faith I think in, sorry, Rice Declan. The, Rice was the designated sorry, Declan, penalty yeah. taker. Yeah. So you've lost you've lost faith in Declan no, I haven't. and Fabianski. No, I haven't. He has missed one. And, and in my view... So? You know, and I'm just Scored talking about well. my honest view, not with hindsight, is he hasn't missed since 2016. Right. Can't remember the last time he missed. That's that's a Tottenham. master stroke, stroke of bringing him on. I didn't think about he's not warmed up or anything else. Master stroke, really? Yeah, I did. Really? So this master stroke that that Morris pulled, uh, when he pulled this master stroke, did he put more pressure on the penalty taker? And of course he did. Well, why it's not fucking master stroke? Then it's the wrong decision. Well, I thought it could have <laughs> when been are we going to learn this? Yeah, I, I know that because we're talking with hindsight. Let's just no, no, answer. it's not. Before then, before then, before ball was just picked, you think yourself, oh, this is going to put more pressure on Noble. Yeah, I know. Than that. any other penalty he's ever never, taken. I never contemplated that Noble wouldn't score. And if we're really honest with ourselves, wow. we all. Oh, you didn't. So you wasn't in that Spurs game in the first day of the season when he dribbled it against the outside of the post. Sorry, everyone. I know you love Noble. It's not Ray Stewart. No, I'm sorry, he's not. That's five years ago, isn't it? So, he still missed it. I can remember Ray Stewart from 40 years ago in the last seconds of the the, the League Cup final and slotting it nicely, sending Clements the wrong way. All right, Len, calm down. It's only a penalty. Um, Well, I know, but this is the the, the truth of the matter is. He fessed up to it. Moyes made a mistake. We didn't make the decision. He didn't fess up for it. No, he said he's made the right decision. If he wants to stand by that, that's, that's fine. You know, we should move he's on. He's not blaming it on Noble. No, he, he said, I made the no. decision. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame it on Noble either. No, no one's blaming it on Noble. But he's John, not... What, what did you think? Now, let's just go for the initial reactions. What, what did you think when he, he made that decision? You see Noble's coming on. I, I just thought... What is he doing? Have we not? Oh, did you? You know, yeah. Have we not learned a lesson in like yeah. recent tournaments? Yeah. Okay, it's about bringing. I, I, I just sort of. I I believe that during the summer, that they would have yeah. made quite Maybe. clear. Yeah, somebody, somebody in this team is now the penalty taker, 
after training every day, go and take 50 penalties, and every time yeah, that well, comes it was, up, it you go up, rice. pick the ball yeah. up, and you go and take the penalty. Yeah. And that's Mark you know Noble's day. Do you know something um, else that adds insult? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Something else that adds insult to injury. Declan Rice, the guy who had the ball in his hand, ready to take a penalty, yeah. was there at the Euros watching that. Yeah. I was about in, to say, I was about to take exactly his thing. He's put his next penalty. He already knows where he's putting it. He took the ball out of his yeah. hands from a guy that didn't even think about it 10 seconds before. And what message does that send him? You know, like we're bad, trying to empower, empower him, well, make him our next captain. Yeah. And well, he's just been completely undermined. Right yeah. next to his brother and his brother was absolutely furious. So I, I don't yeah, know. It's wrong. Even if it went in, it's end, wrong. Right. Because I don't know mm. if the cameras picked it up, but, but certainly in the, in the ground. So the game finishes. Um, Declan Rice grabs the match ball and he sits down on the match ball in the middle of the pitch and he puts his he puts his um, shirt over his head, visibly upset, and he's there for I don't know a minute, two minutes before um, Noble comes over to him and puts his hand on his shoulders and has a word with him and pulls him up. Um, but you know it meant so much to him and I think he was and, and he tweeted afterwards. He, I'm absolutely gutted. He didn't want to say it was a slap in the face. Well, we it must have, have felt fine. like it was a slap in the face. We don't try yeah. to take a penalty. Yeah. But I'm being after, honest. What after I three thought, days I thought, before. John, I know we've got a roundabout way of it, but what do you think of the game? <laughs> 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 the penalty or what? No, the whole game, John. Because we, we've covered it. Uh, we've, we've done the game. I, we? Yeah. I've, yeah. I, 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 thought we, I thought we'd done well done as well as you would have hoped really I mean everyone did look tired it was it was like a tired performance from both teams I thought and but you know I thought what, what, like what, Nigel said what it, it Nigel was good. Used to we say were good. Is, it's not about the result it's about the game and if you look at it try and look at it independently the game had everything. Yeah, drama for a neutral. It had everything: the drama, the Ronaldo. But I, I, the I think if if Antonio was if Antonio was playing, I reckon we would have won that game. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. If Antonio, we would have won it. They were there for the taking. We probably we would have had the, the fucking bollocks to take the penalty for a start, wouldn't we? We we would have had. The, we deserved the draw. We didn't get it. The result went our way. Over the course of a season, hopefully it will go the other way and. You know, we'll we get one we didn't deserve and get that point back. But you know, I thought it was a great, great game of football, and and we showed. And Nigel, I'm going to use one of your analogies. You always said, "I don't care about the result as long as the team try." And you yeah. can't say, "Oh no, we didn't listen, try. I walked we bloody, out." We went for it, even when we were, you know, one nil up or even one one. We didn't play for the draw. We were still going for it. Yeah, I was, I was, I walked out gutted more because of the last minute than the whole, perf- and it sort of sullied the whole performance. Because if we'd have walked out without that penalty and lost two-one, I'd have been very pleased with the way we played, the way we went about it. You know, we we weren't overawed by Man United. They didn't dominate us. We yeah. we, we we think, but the penalty quickly for me I think it highlights a problem we've got on Wednesday night because if that goes to penalties forget us fucking winning it yeah because if it, if and I don't care what Moyes says if it results to having to do that you got a problem because in the penalty shootout 
you need five or seven penalty takers, yeah. however many. Yeah, and and this and this is the thing. But Either players should have stepped up and said, "I'm going to talk it," or or Moyes. You know, and and this is the thing. Yomalenko I don't get the theory behind penalties. it. Right, Crespo There's loads of them that can take penalties. Ben Rama, Boeing, they've all taken penalties in their time. Yeah. It's just without if you got Noble, a... there doesn't seem to be. It seems that Moyes has decided he's going to rotate the penalty. Take no, they need, he needs to pick no. someone. Someone needs to be told yeah. you're the taker. At the you end know, of the day, next season, he Noble... ain't going to be here. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Noble's, nah. Noble's no longer really. He's barely. He's like a bloody cheerleader. Let's face it. He's there now yeah, as like a mascot, really. I did like the heat map. But let's get it right. Put yeah. around, the heat map it, of Mark Noble. And yeah. It just had one little dot on the... Uh, on well, look, the, it was a shit penalty as well. Penalty. I see was people going, well, yeah. let's face it. it yeah, was it was. Oh, yeah. mate, it was a shit penalty. It was a dream as a goalkeeper on, penalty like on. that. It was on target, at least. When you say it's a shit penalty, right? Yeah, it was a right height, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Right height. Wasn't in the corner. So it, it it didn't even it wasn't even going in the far corner, it it was just going and in. Does it make the, a difference? Like I wouldn't know. Yes. Does it make a difference? Hang on, let me finish. Does it make a difference coming off cold off the bench taking a penalty? One hundred percent. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, let's look at the facts. So let's do a case study. Yeah. So think back to previous games where we've seen players that have been brought on to take penalties, and the outcome. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously England. I rest England my case. Final. Yeah, I don't know about any others, but anyway, we've probably done the game to death. Um, we we did say we're going to talk a l- little bit about getting in because I tweeted something and which Jay, um, to Len took great exception to. I for the first time used my phone to get into the London Stadium for. Well, it's the first time you've been to the stadium this it season. It is. So I was in Spain right. for the first two games. Um, <laughs> although I did use a printed ticket for the Southampton game, last game of the season. Um, but that was a barcode. Anyway, I used my phone. I have my COVID status. Now, by the way, no one checks any COVID status. So if you, And I've checked everybody else. No one has ever been asked their COVID status. So it doesn't seem to be a thing. But I had my QR code on my phone. It's an iPhone. My son, who's a season ticket holder with me, had his QR code on his iPhone, in his wallet, uh, digital wallet. And we turned up. Now, to be... Cl- fair right and I've had a word with Len just before this I turned up a bit early because I was at the last drop at the West Ham Sports Club Nigel was running late I was with Huey but you fucked off because you knew I was coming no we we fucked off because it looked like it was going to rain and I wanted to get in the stadium before it started raining so so I I got to I walked around and I got to the stadium at 12.49 exactly because that's when I took a picture of there were no queues at 12.49, so an hour and 11 minutes before kickoff. Turnstiles had only been open 20 minutes. No, turnstiles opened at 12, by the way. Opened at 12, two hours before kickoff. Sure? Yeah, absolutely. Two hours before kickoff. It was re- nice and full in there. So uh, I, I happened to bump into the head of ticketing, Nicola Key. Yeah, who just ha- happened to bump into Well, you. she was at my, if she was at turnstile C. And, no, you know, and she should have been at F. Right. We'd all like to have a word with her. All right, well, I'll tell her. We'd all to talk the off. So anyway, I yeah. said to her, this will be interesting. I've heard a lot of things about digital tickets not working. Let's see what happens. So I said, no, the scanner's not working. It's not a ticket. Right. It's a scanner. Right, scanners. So I came over hoping, you know, something would go wrong and it would create a story for me to write because I've written a lot on this. 
my son Finley got his iPhone from a wallet. Uh, he, he worked out, and I don't know, face up, bottom in first, right? I don't know who told him that, but he just did it. Green straight away, through he goes. And I'm thinking, oh, well, let's see if it happens to me. So face up, didn't know that before I went. Bottom in, in. And she went, see? No problems at all. And I was no a bit surprised. I was Gee, straight no, through. Problem. Hang problems. On. No problems at all. Never mind this new solution. No problem hang at all, on, everyone. Hang on, I was just speaking to other people. Everybody before and after me, I didn't see any problems going through. I, d I don't deny that there were problems and there weren't queues after, but I didn't have any problems. Spoke to other people like Miriam and, and Dodsey and some Arnie, who's, who's a new Dutch guy who sits behind us. Um, talked to other people who go like like Mark. Um, and, and they all said, yeah, I didn't have any problems getting in. So I only can talk from personal experience. I do accept that a lot of people afterwards have problems getting in, but I'm only talking about my personal. It's not. It's not propaganda. It's not me Why? sucking up to the board. <laughs> saying, oh, because there's no point in entirely sucking up to the board. Well, because no one's got an issue no, with the QR code. No one's got an issue with the QR. What we got the issue with is fucking standing outside for over half hour in the rain, Sean. It's got nothing to do with the QR I code. But you and... took the opportunity to lick some arsehole. No, That's no, what you've done. I'm talking, QR, no I've one's got written, a problem with the QR code. I have written a lot of articles against digital workplace, uh, digital digital uh, season tickets, right? I've, I've been very critical we don't, of the club. You're not against the digital season. What you want is an option for people who want to keep I the did, old yeah, way. No one's got I'm, a problem I'm, with I'm, digital tickets. So, so what ask. you're doing, you're creating a little mini media storm by saying, oh, digital called... Digital tickets are terrible. Let's write shitloads of that. I'll test it. No, digital tickets are great. Let's no, write an article with that. I, they just for conceded, the clicks. They've conceded that they will have one code will come in next game. And they've also conceded that they will have a card for people who can't have it anywhere else. So the, An ID card with their photograph. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's park that Which for is... a minute. But, but look, this well, is a Well, right, you've just said it, though. You, you yeah, I know like that. They're but, doing but, you a favour, but, you know but they ain't. Well, they're not doing me a favour. I'm just saying my experience of digital season ticks was fine. Let me just ask you twos, right, your experience, and then we move on. Did you, Nigel, you, you mm. were not far after me because you were late getting to the supporters club. Mm. Uh, after saying half 12, you turned up like just quarter before to one. one. Quarter to one, whatever. Did you get in first time with? Did what did you use? Did you no, it's not. What are you asking that question I'm for? It's irrelevant. That question. Just answer the question. Did you? And then I'll, I'll ask you the grown-up question after Nigel. Yeah, yeah, I'll go on Did well, you queue? Did you get in without a problem? Did I queue? Yes. The people in front of me had a problem. Yes, but I print my tickets off. I don't like QR codes, so I used a barcode and it worked. Worked first time. Okay. Nigel, how, how long did, did it take for? you to get in? Yeah. Well, I went in early. Um, so I was in at 10 past one. So I queued for about four minutes. Okay, fair enough. But can I point out one thing? If everybody got there early, we'd have It'd to bloody queue. Yeah. Yeah, right, the problem would be the same. I witnessed people to the right of me struggling to get tickets and a big burly steward started having a go at him in whatever language he was using and the bloke told him to piss off and, and everything else and you think it would have stood not really helped the situation there rather than talking to the bloke calmly I had a go at him and, and the bloke was trying to get it to work now not everyone's got an iPhone Sean 
perhaps it works on iPhones and on other phones it don't work and this is the thing I don't know what what Len will say probably the same as me is not anti this but the fact that they never gave us the choice has led to this shitstorm and why after five years have we now got queues when we never had queues so if you this is it before but but you know what when we when we play Rapid Vienna right it'll be murder I want to know. I, I will be working, so I'll be getting there later. I won't be able to be there an hour and eleven minutes, so I'll find out. And then the game after that, when I go to Brentford, um, or we play Brentford at home, then I'll, I'll try it again, and and I will make well, look, sure. You know, this we, is how bad it was. When I got up to my seat, three rows totally empty, hmm. and then ten minutes after the game, they filled up because the people had been outside for 25 to 30 minutes. If you okay. get to a, uh, if you get to a turnstile 15 minutes before kickoff, I think you're entitled to expect to see the start of the game. Right. Right. Yeah, mm. I think you're entitled to expect this to see the, the start of the game. I will keep watching it. I will be honest yeah. to, to what experience. I will go later. I agree that one hour and 11 minutes was early, but I didn't have a problem. Let's leave yeah, it Yeah, but there. this is the only issue, Sean. The, the fact of the matter is, it's not the QR code getting in. The issue is... You're leaving out fans outside to miss a kickoff without a care in the world. And the fact of the matter is, if you say to everyone, oh, come an hour and a half early and everyone turns out at the same time, you've got the same issue there. The problem is, you're coming from a system that was flawless and worked perfectly well, no, no, you say flawless. into one of well, Hang on. There was always a queue at security. Even, I'm sure, the two big Yeah, but that's nothing to do with that. the entry system. There is no queue now at security, by the way. You know, you oh, I was in a long one. Oh, really? Yeah, a massive one. Okay. I took 20 minutes to get through security. And Sean, when you go across the bridge the more than an hour before kickoff, I'd, I mean, I, as I said, I, what was I, 15, 20 minutes behind you leaving yeah. supporters club? I, I had to queue um, to cross okay, the bridge. The same right. probably yeah. bridge Misrepresenting things. Well, no, I'm yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, Sean, oh. uh, one thing then, ask Nick Key if she was still standing out there at half past two, quarter to three. Because right. it's I, easy to stand out there yeah, oh, you know, hour and ten minutes before kickoff. I want to see if she was standing right. there well, fifteen minutes before kickoff. I will ask her, and I'll ask her to go to uh, um, Turnstile F uh, next time. And yeah. I'll pose, pose for some yeah. nice pictures. That was, yeah. 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 <laughs> and tell her, we know I, she's a Villa fan, so stop doing the cross dammers because it makes and you I, look honestly, like a whole fucking... I, I'm not even... Going to the games and I saw that tweet, Sean, and I was physically sick in my mouth. Yeah, why? You totally unnecessary. You that just so cringy. Give yeah. it a rest. Right. Someone's going to give you a dough boy on the Utah one day. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on Sunday. They didn't. Right. Uh, any other business before we move on to question time? Yeah. What? All right. You ready? Yeah. Go on. This is Ted Fenton talking about a player. Oh. He said, uh, I thought this was a sprightly, brilliant little chap was destined for Upton Park. I'd watched him play several times for Dagenham Boys and his ability to become something of a byword in the game. Nobody doubted he would make a top-line league player and I wanted him. Many a time I put the case to his parents and him. Everybody seemed thoroughly happy that he was going to join his local club and I began thinking that as long as I stayed on the ball, he would become an hammer. One night, I decided I'm going to sign him. At 10 o'clock in the evening, I went to his house in Anal, 10 minutes from my own, 
to find that his father was not there. He'd come off duty from his job as a train driver on London's underground. So out to the car I went and I waited outside. Two hours went by, so now we're talking midnight, still no sign of his parent. By this time, midnight waits for parents were normal for me. I reckon I spent half my life hanging around in the coldest spots on earth. But eventually, I gave up on this vigil, deciding I'll come back again later. That trip proved unnecessary because I next saw in the press Jimmy Greaves had started his football career and had joined Chelsea. What had happened to Mr Greaves that night? His bicycle had broken down. He told me sometimes afterwards and he'd been very, very late getting in. So God bless Jimmy Greaves. Yeah, it's a nice story. 13 goals in 40 games for West Ham. It could have been so much more if Ted had just See, waited. He was a train driver. His dad was. Oh, his dad, dad was, was a train driver. His dad was on London Underground. Jimmy Greaves, born in East Ham. Um, family obviously moved out. But yeah. Manor Park, wasn't it? Manor Park. Well, for us locals, they sort of merge. But oh, yeah. Right. Okay. God bless him. Right. It's uh, time for this. Facebook, Twitter, question time. Sean, before we start this, have you seen uh, the WhatsApp message I sent about our potential potential special guest who's coming on to quiz you? Okay, yeah. Oh, he's coming on, is he? If you've got his... If he's got his, I've uh, sent it to you. I've sent what, it to you. I'll his, give the background uh, when he joins. Email address. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I did? Let me tell you. Can you email it to me? And I'll tell you why. Um, the reason is uh, my phone was slightly, you probably heard it earlier, was slightly um, interfering Loud. with the, the uh, headphones. So I turned my phone off. Yeah, no worries. I'll just email that to you now, Sean. Yeah, thanks. thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, on, no on conference. Right. I'll do that. So let's start with a so question while Nigel. we wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll go, yeah you ready? Okay, so, so I'll put, we go again tonight. Questions or comments, whatever takes your fancy. Here we go. First up, Dan Perry. Wasn't he in Beverly Hills, 91210? Dan Perry, I don't know. Uh, it goes, I don't know about other gates, but gate C is a joke. <laughs> Sean. Uh, he joined the queue at 13.35 and got to our seats at six minutes past. Please tell me they're issuing cards again soon. Well, Dan, to answer your question, you can have a card. What you do is when the club get you, send you your season's QR code, you contact the Lord Leonard of Canning Town, purchase a shiny, and Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, you can have a lovely aluminium, none of this cheap plastic, lovely card, collectible. Get them every year. You'll love them. There you go. Woody, if you're listening, we'll tick that one off. Advertising. Nice one, Nigel. Yeah, yeah. Three months. <laughs> down Next up. Also, other uses as well. And yeah, do remember yeah. to, to follow West Ham United's ticketing protocol, the wankers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I, d- I did get contacted is that, by Sorry, someone. is that the wankers.com or just yeah. actually? Mm-hmm. No, no. .co.uk. All the... <laughs> yeah. We're Sean's friends. Yes. Uh, friends. I did get contacted. Someone listened to us, Len. 
uh, discussing about screenshots of the Cubs not signing, and they said like, will, will it definitely work? And I'm like, well, it yeah, work. yeah. I, I said, you know, and they've actually done, done their own mock up. No, they, so they've done their own mock up. Yeah, that they tested, and it yeah. worked. Well, well, there you go. There you go. Thanks for the testing for me. I didn't even have to do it this week. So uh, that was uh, that was Mr. Day, the car dealer. Well done, Alan. Is it raining? Hey, oh, we've got a special guest. Oh, oh is that is. Jesse? <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, Jesse. Hello, Jesse. Can you hear me? Right, I need to give a bit of a back. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Right. Yeah. Well, just pause question time. Over to George. Introduce Jesse. We're going to have fun, people. Listen to this. Right, Jesse, I uh, I spotted your comment on a West Ham fan group. I think it's called the West Ham View on Facebook. Is that right? Is that the one yep. you commented on? Yep, yep. I think um, so. I, don't I honestly don't know what it's called. I tried to look it yesterday and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. exactly. West Ham popped up. So you were keen to find out more about West Ham, weren't you? As in, you know yeah. nothing. Um, you're, you're over in California. And yep. uh, I thought... What a great opportunity to ask uh, questions about West Ham to none other than West the Ham's most infamous, infamous, uh, <laughs> knowledgeable uh, blogger, podcaster, season ticket holder. Um, so I'd like to introduce you to Sean, Sean Whetstone. Mr. West um, Ham Football. Mr. West Ham How's Football going, on Sean? Twitter. Hey, oh, man. hey Jesse. What, what do you want to know? What do, what do you know? Yeah, so... Jesse, you've got a list of questions, so fire them away. Go yeah, on. Cool. Sean's yeah, going to answer anything you want to know. Yeah. yeah, you're talking to an expert, Jesse. There's nothing Sean don't know about West Ham. That's true. Fuck go me. On, Jesse. Oh, apparently if I uh, go look at my questions, it gets off of the gets off the thing. Can you guys hear me still? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Loud and clear. Floor's yours, Jesse. Oh, we've lost him. Oh, what a shame. Oh yeah. So, Always oh, come back. So he's come back. So yeah. So apparently, I can't like get switch the thing on my phone to my questions. So I have to just remember them. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, good thing I have terrible memory. So the first question, of course, always is going to be who is just like the greatest goal scorer in West Ham history. Oh, now. Even he's warming you up. Fucking easier. Come on, Sean. Well, it, it's, oh. it's about perspective for me. No, it's not. It's about <laughs> fucking goals. It's a number. Which is the biggest number? Oh, yeah, but you know how it is, right? It's one of those guys. That you, I don't know how it is. Leave it to Sean, mate. He's googling. He's no. googling. Hang on. Hang on. It depends on where you look. If you go back, this, this couldn't have gone guys. better. This is exactly yeah. what oh, I want. First question. <laughs> Do you want right. me to butt in, Sean? Oh. Sean, any time you want me to butt in. Well, in recent times, it's obviously Mikel Antonio. Premier League times, he scored 50 because he's just scored his 50th to become the biggest goal scorer after um, Paolo Di Canio. But, but if we go back, it's going to be that guy that that played in 1920 or 1930, and I can't remember his name. Oh. Gordon Nigel, what is it? Does that help, Jesse? Does that you help? put it up your nose. <laughs> it does. But you see, I have to go back to 1895 or... No, you don't. All right. Everyone knows the answer, Sean, but you... 
I'll put you out of misery. The West Ham's greatest ever goal scorer was a player called Victor Watson. 326. Uh, and he scored <laughs> 326 goals in 505 games. As Followed Shaun by Jeff Hurst on 252. Yeah. And then just Google. Mr. West Ham football. There right. you go. Next question, Jesse. Thanks for starting on that one. <laughs> well done, Jesse. Wait, um, okay, so one of the questions I actually had, with, and someone asked answered it was I was I was really confused because I saw Antonio had gotten the red card and then he got to play, but I found out that that was that trickled over into the Manchester United game because apparently you know it's a different leagues, so and I got confused like what's the difference of leagues? Like why are they? Yeah, but I was like, why are they playing different leagues at the same time? So someone kind of cleared that up a little bit. But, I mean, if you have any more clarification on that, like, so throw it we, down. So we qualified. We finished six um, in, in the Premier League last year, which allowed us okay. to qualify for something, a European competition under UEFA called the Europa League. And we're in the group yeah. stage, and that was our first game. And because the competitions are different, the penalties, the yellow cards, red cards, stay in that particular Don't. competition. Gotcha, gotcha. Um. Well done, Sean. How Thank you. How long has West Ham been around? Well, this is an interesting question. So they would say, right? Since, it's a so perspective again. West Ham was, was formed from the Thames Ironworks, which was a shipbuilding okay. company on the Thames, right? They built warships. Uh-huh. Now that yeah. club, um, the works club side was, was 1895. However, Nigel will tell you that West Ham was not formed to 1900. So okay. it's actually 121 years ago. Okay. Um, is, that, is that an acceptable answer, Nigel? Yes, that is an acceptable answer. Yes. <laughs> Let's see what else. I'm trying to think of what, what I uh, what said. Was, I was looking at a jersey yesterday because I really want a jersey. So I guess it's kind of like goes to jersey? two questions I have. You mean, so... you mean a shirt? No, okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. So, so, so before everything, before, I should have said the first thing is first of all, someone clarified that yesterday on the group, but they're like, it's not a jersey, it's a shirt. No, only the goalies wear jerseys. I'm like, all right. Well, on top of that, if I say at any point soccer, just yell at me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're, we're, it's football. We're quite used exactly. to it now, Jesse. Oh yeah, we're for quite sure. used to it. So uh, I, I try, I try and avoid it, but uh, you know, it might slip out. So I'm gonna try and just avoid saying the term altogether and just not even deal with it. But uh, so yeah, so all right. Well, looking for shirts. I don't have a favorite player. So this actually trickles into two questions. Yeah. One, I was looking at them yesterday, and they had one from. It looked. I think it was. I don't know if it said the year, but it was a while back. But they had like the Doc Martens logo. So I'm assuming they were at some point sponsored by Doc Martens. They were. Yes, correct. Around the turn of the century. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think it was like early 2000 with that, Um, which is cool because like I'm really big into punk rock. So like Doc Martens go hand in hand. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, we've lost. Oh, we lost Jesse. What was he into? Doctor Martin. Doc Martin. Punk Martins. He might come back. Oh, no, we've lost him. He's gone away, we've but he could him. come back. He could come back. Nigel, do you want to jump in with a Facebook Twitter question? Time question. Right, mix it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I, I think, there I think if he doesn't, if he doesn't come back, we should tell him what Doctor Martin's played. Um, shirt, a player on the back. Well, decaying. Is that Decanio yeah, time? So, yeah, yeah Decan- Dr. Martins was from 90. Remember, we had the shirt with no sponsors, which was Hartson's super year scoring the goal. Um, and then the year after, they put Dr. Martins on the shirt. So that would have been 98. Oh, oh, here he is. Jesse's back. back. Oh, Jesse's back. Yeah. If I, I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, Dr. Okay, Martins so... shirts were from 1998. To about 2003. Okay. Um, so that's cool. Uh, is that kind of all you guys heard? Yes. Yeah, we, we heard you okay, so, cool. saying that you like punk rock. 1998 yeah, yeah, so, to 2004, to be precise. Yeah, so like you said, it goes hand in hand. Super cool. Um, so I don't have. Uh, Sorry, Jesse, player, can I just stop I you? Yeah. Sean, it was 2003, yeah, because we got relegated in 2003 <laughs> and then we moved to Futter and the shirt was that job serve on. So go and fucking look it up again, yeah. Well, I'm looking, oh, I'm, I'm looking at the history of Dr. Martin <laughs> and it says... Sean, if you go on cannytown.com forward slash shirt gallery, you'll see all the shirts there and all the players wearing them in the glory. You'll even see yeah. Big Watson. You'll oh, be the first one on the list. Anyway, right. sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jesse. Oh, <laughs> uh, no worries. Carry um, on, Jesse. Yeah, so I, I haven't I haven't been able to watch any of the games um, like on TV or anything. I just kind of catch like clips here and there. So I was never really, like I never got too big into it because it was like okay, cool. I can't just watch the whole game. It's not that exciting for me. Uh, now I'm able to. I'm watching the Manchester United game right now, um, which I caught clips of it yesterday. But I'm watching the whole thing throughout right now. Uh, but I don't have a favorite player yet. So um, I wanted to find out who outside of like, I I've been paying attention a little bit, trying to keep an eye on who I like, whatever. Ben Rama's pretty cool. Obviously rice is cool. And I found out he's really young. So that's cool. Um, Antonio's Antonio, which is cool. But like outside of them, who are some, a couple players who you guys like, Oh, you know, this is a really cool player for this reason. Cause I kind of, I, 
you know, I have, I base it off of different things depending on whatever it is, whether it's a really good goal score or whether it's just kind of like the heart to play with or whatever it is. But I don't, I haven't found that player yet where I'm like, man, I really want to get their shirt. So, for now, any, any input? Quite popular. He's got the zeitgeist of the uh, club. He knows how to make the fans happy. Uh, Thomas Suchek, so one of two of course, Czech yeah. players. Uh, yeah. Hammer of the year. I'd go Kufal because he's he's Kufau. like he's he looks like he could be a bit of a punk rocker. He looks mad as yeah. a <laughs> and Nard as nails with it, and he's he, he's be getting like a cult status. So yeah. um, that would be my recommendation. Oh, cool. Uh, I really so I was laughing because there's that picture of Rice where he's standing in front of the crowd and he's throwing his arms up. Um, which, you know, obviously partially because he's super excited because he didn't score too, too many goals and partially, I'd imagine, to anger the crowd a little bit. But there was a lot of people bickering over, like, whether that's, you know, something he should be doing or not. But I'm like, it, I'm the guy where I'm like, please anger all the fans. Cause a riot. I want chaos. <laughs> so... I like Rice for that. Rice is a really cool player as well. I was paying more attention to him. Um, it, it'd be gone not next summer, though, Jesse. The problem is, oh, if you're going to spend the money on a shirt, <laughs> yeah, it'd be gone next summer. So longevity. If you're looking for longevity, yeah. no, for sure. a player on your shirt, I wouldn't go for. And that Rice. was that was one of my questions. Of you know, it, it definitely are there any players where I should avoid because they're going to be gone soon. Uh, all of them. Just avoid all the names on the shirt. That's it. <laughs> Actually, I'll get, Jesse, name, Jesse, Jesse back. get your own no, name on the shirt. Yeah. See, yeah. I've got a good one for you. If you're going to go for the Dr. Martin shirt. Uh-huh. Just get the flat, straight Doc Martin shirt. So if you get the Dr. Martin shirt, okay. the retro shirt, probably the one uh-huh. from 2000 to 2003, yeah. 2001 to 2003. If you put the name Pierce on the back, Stuart Pierce is a coach at West Ham. But he's a massive punk fan as well. And he's actually just appeared in the Stranglers uh, new video that they've done this year. Oh, really? And he's oh. well known uh, for going to punk rock concerts and everything else. What was his so name again? You, you can keep it relevant. His name is Stuart, Stuart. Pierce. Okay. So P-E-A-R-C-E. So if you was going to go retro with the Dr. Martins, if you get Pierce yeah. put on the back, and you can say it's for Stuart Pierce because you love a bit of punk. Because he's a big right, punk good. That's So cool. if you Google you go. Stuart Pierce and punk, you'll find out. Yeah, because yeah. I know uh, this is the uh, Cockney Rejects. They were big West Ham yeah. fans, yes. and they cover they cover the the bubble Bubbles. song. Yep. Yes, they did. Which I love that song so much. I want yeah. one day to get out that way and go to a game. Right. That would be super fun. I well, that was one of the questions was how how are the games like if you go, um, you know, is it pretty chill? Is it pretty crazy? Is it pretty chaotic? It's it's well, pretty if you're coming chill. from California, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> more chaotic than <laughs> I'm sure. Like I've I've never been to a game out here either. I I mean I played when I was little, whatever, but like I've never gone to where in uh, California Gallic- are you? Uh, it's called Winchester. It's right between LA and San Diego, so it's easier that way. Oh, but it's this little tiny. South. Yeah, yeah, little tiny dirt towns, uh, SoCal, but it's, I mean, you blink your eyes and you're through my little dirt town. So basically, I just say in between uh, LA and San Diego, and it's, people have a better idea of where it's at. The, the great thing is, Jesse, they love tourists in the London Stadium, so it's quite <laughs> oh, yeah. easy to get tickets. <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're, you will, you'll just fit in 
brilliantly, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot more chilled than it would would have been ten years ago, Jesse. No. So, yeah. Get your half and half scarf, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> eat your popcorn, and you're gonna fit right in, Jesse. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up about the hot dogs, though. They're not quite the, the standard no. <laughs> as they are over there. Yeah, that's a very, I'm very good point. <laughs> but they are 12 inches. <laughs> and probably 12 pound. Yeah. Well, I paid oh, uh, yeah. Uh, seven pound for a, a very poor burger yesterday. Oh, there yeah. you go. Didn't tweak that out, so, did you? Um, no. Nah. Well, uh, uh, Jesse... One last question, because we've got to move on. But thank you for coming okay. in. As uh, and yeah, if thank anyone, you guys. If anyone else from wants to ask questions from a foreign climb, uh, then it's an, uh, you can gate crash this podcast. But Jesse, you get one last question. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I disappear for like two seconds? Try and look at my little list. Yeah, of course you can. Course All you right, can. sounds good. Sounds good. Um, You're doing really well, Sean. By the way, we'll just talk amongst ourselves yeah. while we wait for him. <laughs> well, yeah. How many good, more to... questions have we got? To, to be Loads. fair, Sean, you've answered more than we thought you were anywhere going to well, get just, near. He just got me. It got like, off to a good start. You know got I, off to a good start. Re- I couldn't think of Vic Watson. I knew, and it was at the tip of my yeah. tongue. Yeah, but there you go. Here he is. Right. Jesse. Go on, Jesse. Go on, Jesse. Go on, Jesse. Oh, can you hear me now? Can you? Yes. Yeah. So, so, I'm sure this will be fun for you guys. Uh, greatest uh, rivalry. Someone said uh, oldest Millwall, so some people will say because of that it's the biggest. Uh, some people said Tottenham is pretty much the one right now. So Millwall, there's there's a rivalry between uh, ship workers. Um, uh-huh. One was on one side. Ship of the workers. Tent. Well, ship workers. Dockers yeah. then. Dockers. Oh right, no, you crack on some. Ship builders. <laughs> ship builders even. <laughs> ship builders and and, and Millwall worked for one firm and look Nigel yeah. Tillett better but there was a strike once yeah. and, and Millwall did something uh, to try and take away jobs of the Thames Ironworks or something like that Brilliant. and it's been a rival oh, ever well since. done that's really, yeah it's really good Sean. but yeah. but Brilliant, that, um, really <laughs> you don't play Millwall had in the hooligan days had a, had a big firm West Ham obviously had a big firm but the reality is we don't play in the same division so oh, okay. you know, it's so all it's well not. having a rivalry and, and yeah. I, no one really knows why West Ham suddenly had a problem with Tottenham, apart from obviously <laughs> they're pretty close. They're a London yeah. team, but uh-huh. suddenly, and, and Tottenham weren't a or Spurs as we would call them, didn't have rivalry with West Ham, but suddenly they've just become our natural rivals who we love to beat and wind up of late. <clears> and, yeah. and no I mean, one can really find put someone. Their put their finger on why they've become our rivals. <laughs> they just, like, it's there and they don't really ask questions. Like, all right, let's just let it happen, whatever. Well, they, they seem to say it doesn't bother them, that we have a problem with Spurs, but Spurs don't have a problem with us. But the big yeah. rivalry between Spurs is Spurs and, and Arsenal because they're both no, North London. Uh-huh. In East London, obviously, we just have Millwall and um, Late Orient, who are never yeah, in okay. our division. So, can I ask one more question super quick? Of course you can. Okay, so is the whole hooligan thing just died down a lot, or are they just regulated a lot more? It's against um, the law, really. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's against the law, to be fair. <laughs> no, it's, it's about, like any other it's fucking perspective you too. Pick up, really. You know, we don't really encourage, you know, breaking windows but it and looting and shit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, can we just point out Green Street was not a documentary? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, Jesse, I was going to ask you. <laughs> Jesse, I was going to ask you, why West Ham? Why did you put that post on the West Ham group? What, what brought West Ham to your attention? 
Well, no. Okay, so I've I've liked them for a while. Like I like I said, I've I've been into them just liking the team as a whole, but never got to get into them into them. So I didn't really know a lot about them. Um, I have seen Green Shoe Hooligans, um, but that did I already liked them before that, and a lot because there's a lot of punk bands who would sing about them, and I had a couple of friends who would talk about them here, and they're like way back in the day, and so I was like, oh, they seem cool. I don't have a team, whatever. Like I like the colors. The team seems cool. Like whatever so i just kind of sure. hopped on and just got into it so nothing really super exciting but i mean I, I have seen the movie did did the london on the badge sway you at all <laughs> <laughs> uh. yes just say no jesse don't give Please him don't. Uh, nope my my <laughs> friend uh my friend actually has uh i think it's just like a it's just an england soccer ball and it's a really nice soccer ball, and I want to trade my soccer ball for it because uh, it's a lot better than mine, and it has a cool logo on it. Well, the three lines. Good, good story, Bray. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's, like you said, <laughs> nothing exciting. I just whatever. But um, no. But I, I just want to know because, like I said, now I now I'm able to to watch it and get more into it. So I figured if I try and find some like you know more history behind it and know more about it and just get different people's perspectives on uh, different. Hey, look. Jesse, you come over, you come over, you make the trip over to the UK, I'll get you a ticket, right? You can be Sounds my good. guest. Yeah? Our, do we get to hang out together at Yeah, let's hang game. out. We're hanging out. All right, fine. I don't know if you want to like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be seen with that guy, but... You want to do the The reason he's asking you is because the rest of us don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay. yeah, Always best school. friend for the day. Uh, yeah. but no, definitely. I, I, I do want to get get that. That'd be super fun to go out, get out that way. You know, obviously it's a big trip, but I mean, whatever. It's I'll, it's. I'll take your money mid tours, and I'll give you the real history of the club, not that Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'll get both sides. That right, he's us, just give, told give, you. All right, correct me on the um, Millwall. I thought it was two rival shipbuilders. One went on strike and. and no, just right. Google no, it. Cause just Google it. it. No, I didn't Google because it, it weren't shipbuilders. Basically. <laughs> Well, yeah, so basically, Millwall come from an area called the Isle of Dogs. That's where they were formed in East London. They're an older football club to West Ham. West Ham then appeared um, about five, six years after they were formed. They were formed by a jam jar factory, uh, but played in East London. Obviously, when we joined the league, we were in a rival league, so we were local clubs. But the support come from Docks, Canary Wolf in London was Millwall Docklands before it was all bulldozers and they kicked the working class out and put all the rich bankers in there. So that was Millwall and we had the Royal Docks, uh, which was where West Ham was formed. They were rival docks. The strike he talks about is in the 1920s. Yeah, there was a strike. Millwall kept working, I believe. Royal Docks went out or the other way around. But anyway, but there was violence before that between the fan bases. <laughs> Um, going back to like the early 1900s, there's reports in newspapers of fan trouble when West Ham and Millwall played. So no, okay. Millwall play in South London now. So South London is anything south of the River Thames. They used to be in East London, but they left it because we were just too big for them. Yeah. <laughs> and if you tell that to a Millwall fan, he'll punch you red in. <laughs> it's, so it's 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 part of the experience. I have to do that, right? Yeah. But yes. <laughs> 
apart from going on a tour of Canning Town with Nigel, you're unlikely to see any violence at a football game. <laughs> yeah, it's chilled. It's Sounds chilled. good. Sounds anyway, good. Uh, Thank you, and then once, and then before before if I get out there, we, you gotta take a whole entire day teaching me all the chants, other than yeah, bubbles, obviously. Of we do. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like all right, history lesson. Oh yeah, I know that one. That's my oh no, yeah, I've known that one for years, like by heart. Like that's one of my favorite songs. And, and oh, you need yeah. to perfect your Cockney accent. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do work on that. Cool. Jesse, good. Good thank you, Jesse. Thank, uh, yeah, Jesse. thank you, guys. Just, just, just before we go, uh, we we only have eight listeners on this podcast. So can we now say we have nine? Are you going to be you a have regular nine. listener? Yep. Hey. Number nine. Hey. <laughs> thank, thank you, Jesse. More than thank just a podcast, us. Jesse. Yeah, just you know, more. not the West Ham way. More than <laughs> just a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. So, cheers, cheers. Bye. cheers. Come on. There you go. Better uh, give it a come on your irons there. Yeah, I think yeah he was. You cut him off. There you go. Sorry. What was his name? Jesse what? Jesse. Uh, Carrillo. Oh. Carrillo. Carrillo. There you go. In Winchester. So cow. I thought you said he was Canadian. No, from Southern yeah. California, he said. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Good. Right. right. Where we were we? It's beginning the question times. Time. Oh, they comfortably booted you in for a long <laughs> I'm going to put myself on mute now. <laughs> so, Sean, I don't know if you know, but Dan Perry said Gate sees a joke. He got in the queue at 13.35 and missed the first six minutes of the game. Well, he got in too late, to be fair. Yeah, 25 minutes Whoa, before kickoff. That's there 25 minutes too late. Shocking. You stand doing some nothing for 25 minutes and you see how long it feels. Actually, when it mm. rains, you do it. Nigel? Sean? Yeah. All right, all right. It'll shrink and shrivel Imagine up. how much arse you can lick in 25 minutes. It's a long time. Quite a lot. You'd get right round the board, couldn't you? Especially Nicola Keys. Not much. What's mm. with the haircut, Sean? Why do all got to have the same haircut as Brady? Nicola's got that, and so has Tara. It's a powerful right. woman thing, isn't it? All right. Okay. It's like a cult. It's like the that North Korean geezer. You're right with three of the letters. But anyway, next up, Nicholas Harvey. <laughs> Brady out, he says. Evening, gentlemen. Hey, up. Ah, it's Nicholas. Hey, I. It's Nicholas Harvey. Uh, he, he said it was great to hear David Moyes' claret, claret and blue army ringing out as Moyes carried out his media duties pitch side in Zagreb. Hugely accomplished performance from Moyes and the boys last Thursday. It was funny because it was sung at Southampton, but I didn't hear it sung yesterday. No, I didn't either. So, yeah, perhaps it's an away fans thing. I don't know. Yeah. Impressive debut from Zuma. I thought Zuma was excellent. Fredericks was good too. Antonio and Rice were immense. On to Sunday, he goes, we battled hard, but we did miss Antonio. He was disappointed with the result. Uh, um, and he's the, with me where he goes, was more thinking it was American football at the end, bringing on his specialist penalty taker. Uh, he finds it hard to believe we haven't got anyone to take penalty other than Noble. And to all those moaning about Vazic, I don't know who he is, patience please. You probably moaned about Fournells and Ben Rama in the first questions too. He's got a question for Sean. Uh, what is the point of Yarmolenko being on the pitch? Well, yeah. I thought he played quite well. Um, what? Yeah, I did. I did. I don't recall him touching the ball much other than that cross. Um, I, I lazy. You lazy. Do you really think he's lazy? We well, didn't fucking move, did he? 
I... He'd come on and he, he chased the ball. I, I, Everyone was saying, well, you just come on, close the geezer down. I like Yarmolenko, as you know, mm. and I think he hasn't been given a fair shout. Wrong, okay. Last year, you know. There you go. Go out with a bang. I would have played him up front, but to that, um, I would have started him up the front. Yeah, then you I could have taken him off and made the change. Yeah. If you weren't pulling it. Yeah. Uh, next up, top fan, it says here. Ian Grabbit. Let's have a look. Has Nicholas got a... No, Nick's got nothing. Oh, he did finish with PAI out. I just thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, evening, gents, says Mr. Gravit. He knew it would be a wow. How good is Ronaldo Gisfest? Still a diving crybaby and has been used to a lot of slower temper of the European game. Hates his play acting. We would deny the blatant penalty again. De Gea, I've not seen this back. I would not I think De Gea was off morning. his line. She should have been retaken. Is that right? He kept one foot on it. One That's the new rule now. John. John? It was oh, quite right. clever. I didn't quite really clever. show it. I didn't really show the they foot didn't, on the They line. didn't dwell on it. Mm. Well, to be honest I, with you, I, I turned it off. I, yeah, I, I checked it this morning. I paused it. And the ball, even halfway between Noble and De Gea, he's still got one foot on the on the line, which makes the the the, the penalty look even worse, actually. Hmm. Because he's already, he's got his foot planted there and he's seen what oh, way he's put the ball yeah, and he's just followed the, oh, ship, sorry, ship penalty. Don't care who you are. Um, Ian then finishes with Pogba's a bellend. He f- was overshadowed by Rice. He thinks Suchek needs a rest because he does look knackered. He and was anyone impressed by Vlasic? Brady out. Brady yeah. out. He looks all right, Vlasic. Yeah, his passes looks decent. Yeah. But he's, we'll get used to that. I agree. Another top, knackered. Yeah, another top fan is Palumi Ogaluna. Uh, uh, he says, he's sad we didn't get to meet up at the game. I didn't know it was yeah, uh, he did on, on the card. He, he did say, um, uh, you know, are you. Uh, no, I don't. Well, he did. What he I'm just asking. said, are you available? But and what did you say then? Out. So you must have answered him. Uh, I asked him where he was, what section he was in. And oh, he said right. like 2-2 two, two thing. But, you know, uh, it just didn't work out, did it? Well, to be fair, you didn't bother meeting up with me. so. Well, I, I mean, did wait, but you were late. Well, I mean, I would, but then I thought, oh, he's going to be at the bar downstairs. But no, me and Mark were, and, well, and, and Carmel and then Anton. Keith come out. No, you was in Anton in the bar and then went in the stadium and you weren't even there. You was oh, with yeah. you, well, your was, other mate. Uh, Obviously, he, he needed one, to mate. be shown around. I was talking to Dodsey and Merriam and then I went to see the chair of the Disabled Supporters Club. I was just, you know, I haven't been there for a while, so I was networking. networking. You're talking to chairs now. Is that, is, you're that desperate, no one else to talk to you. <laughs> anyway... You're not really sad. Come on, Palumi. You wouldn't want to meet Sean anyway. Uh, shame the players like Haller leave and improve. The club is littered with players like that. He thought it was yet another West Ham performance where we snatched defeat from the jaws of a win or a draw. It's a constant frame and it's sad it's helping. But we need more dribblers in the middle of the park. Any more dribblers in the middle of the park? I sort of get what he's saying. We've got no one really that can beat a player, have we? Like, with the ball at their feet. 
No, we don't try to do that anymore, do we? Mm. It's just pass, 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 isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, crossing the ball every time, uh, the pitch doesn't work too well against elite teams. Uh, he's scared about the cup game, man. You with a lack of depth in the team. At least Moyes made four subs in the Europa League. Do we I care mean, what about Moyes the Caribou Cup? Well, I yeah, I do. Game. I don't. Yeah. We've already got by one are. round. It ain't got far to go to well, Wembley. Well, I just I want to concentrate on Europa, and I I, I think I don't care about the Caribou Cup. I want to obviously play See, and get on with the FA Cup. I would you like what if West Ham? Would you like West Ham to win a trophy this season? Yeah, I know that. But so what is the think, easiest trophy to win? I just don't think we have a deep enough squad to concentrate on Europa, mm. FA Cup and the league. Why is that then, Sean? Because we didn't invest. Oh, wow. But, well, you just, million. but you're the man that wrote their stories about how did, much money we we've spent. Well, yeah, we're I don't now. invest on 85 million to not have enough power to compete on all fronts. George's got, got a few clips tonight. Win. Clip that. Sean said we didn't invest. Send it to Dubs. Yeah. There you go. 85 million is an investment, he said. No. Fucking hell. Uh, he, he then finishes that they had a few Man U fans thrown out in the area. Are they thrown out the stadium or moved to the Man U section? Um, They're relocated, actually, when they can. Yes. Mm, there you go. Um, are people really bothered about away fans? The thing for me is, if you're an away fan and you walk in with an away shirt on, you're sort of asking for a bit of trouble. Yeah, yeah. They did eject people right at the end when when um, uh, Lingard, Lingard scored, scored. Uh, in our uh, section. They did eject uh, quite a few Man U fans. Obviously, showed their uh, true colours by jumping up and celebrating. And the response team came yeah, in. Yeah, I don't object to away fans being there, but as long as they sit there, shut well, up and enjoy yeah, they the didn't win. Sit on their hands. Yeah. And you wouldn't no. know the away fans in there, would you? Uh, no, but that's the point. You know, yeah. the, 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 the though, thing that it? taught me to keep my mouth shut was having the shit punched out of me in my back. Um, West Ham v Tottenham, I think 1987. And I was standing yeah. in the members' end with my mate. And uh, I had my West Ham hat on. And, and I don't think I left the ground with my West Ham hat on. Yeah. <laughs> well, like there that. you go. Um, you haven't got a no, problem think... if they don't show any colours and they don't. No. no that's I think we've all done it. I think we've all gone yeah, to away games, but we've yeah. all sat on our hands and kept yeah. our head no, down. You know. Yeah, it's what you've got to, That's got the do. difference now, isn't it? It's bloody blazing. You, you see people... Walking around in Man United shirts in well, the home end. They have, you know, that's what they need. Things like they have, you know, <laughs> they have Man United phone covers or screensavers, yeah. or or yeah. they only take, you know, had loads of people on Sunday just going up taking pictures and zooming in on Ronaldo. It's a bloody giveaway, you know. I mean, my favourite away fan ever was at Upton Park, and he was a Sunderland fan with his son, and he was like six foot five and built like a Sunderland fan. Yeah, so he was bald, ripples on the neck. You know, six foot tall, odd tall, six foot odd wide as well. Drinks his beer, probably. And, in, you know, nobody, and he walked in wearing a Sunderland shirt. Yeah. Nobody said anything to him. And this was in the East End. Nobody said, oh, mate, blah, 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 blah. Sunderland won that day. I think it was Kevin Phillips' goal. And he jumped up and cheered. Nobody said anything. The geezer was like a brick shit house, and it's just—it just seems funny that um, people always like to point out the weedy people, but like if there's big blokes or whatever, um, 
they don't say anything. But it's it's gone on and all the time. Bucket up to park, we always had it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll see. I saw it. I saw it a few times at Upton Park, people getting yeah. jumped on and pulled about. Well, you used to get coined, didn't you? Do you remember? They used to coin people. That was you, Sean. It wasn't me. I never oh, threw right. my money. Yeah. No, you, they were coining you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Nolan, it's the chauffeur here, he says. Uh, although Merriam was chauffeuring duties yesterday, Thursday in the Dynamo game was fantastic performance. We looked well organised. Shane Genk won, but we should get out of the group. Remember, if we finish runners up, we've got to go into a playoff, though. Uh, regarding yesterday, I'm sure it'd be a mixed reaction. Thought we played well, but the noble decision was a big mistake. Ronaldo's a cheat. Unbelievable, really, because he's got such talent. Uh, I hear Merriam was subjected to meeting Sean, and he tried to show him his dogging photos or something similar. Who's uh, saying this? This is uh, Paul Nolan. Uh, no land. Well, uh, actually, sorry. Miriam came up to me, talk, moaning as he always does, uh, club kirsch, uh, overcrowding this area, and I actually, uh, I actually spoke to the club on these two issues. But what thanks do I get? There was no overcrowding. I watched it. I, I spoke to the chief operations, and he went, "Yeah, all right, I'll keep an eye on it." Well, hold uh, up, there definitely was. Yeah, I'm. I'm there wasn't uh, overcrowding. I was right next hold to. Hold up, shit! Before Go you on. interrupt, yeah. In the previous games, there was. Definitely too many people down right. there. But since Because even then, I noticed it from sitting up there. Since then, I spoke to the chief well, operations officer, and they were checking, and I, you know, it made it inconvenience to me. They were checking everybody. You had to get your phone out and show where you you were sitting to get down into that section. Right. And then, well, they, they weren't doing you. that before, Sean. So oh, perhaps no, Marion's email, Geordie Ben. Yeah. Worked. And I spoke to Geordie Ben. The fact ben, that Geordie Ben couldn't be bothered to keep an eye on it. And Couldn't also, it turns out the it. club cash issue is only for Miriam's daughter and no one else. There's no global issue. And I've, I'm, I've, I don't know, wait, that's going to be sorted out as well. No, oh, there you go. Jeez, I spend most of my time trying to just sort out Miriam's issues. No, right. you can't even say his name properly, so. Miriam. Yeah. But, uh, hello, chaps, says Andrew Hall. I hope you're all well. Uh, another sorry hammer, but this one we like. Um... Happy with the way we've been playing this season, but was disappointed with Noble coming on to take the penalty. Declan wanted to take it and should have been allowed to take it. Um, if that's the case, it's even worse then. Uh, worried about the lack of strikers uh, to replace Antonio when he's injured. But we've, we've been saying this for so long now, it's going to cost us points. He hopes he's wrong. Brady out, out, out. Brady Andrew out, out, out. and the lovely Brenda Hall. Hello, Brenda. Hello, Brenda. Uh, Dawkins, sorry. Uh, next up is the soul singing superstar from Tenerife. The award winning uh, soul singing superstar uh -huh. in Tenerife. Yeah. Uh, evening, guys, uh, on the penalty subject. Who else would you have possibly wanted on that penalty? The Noble. He says, right decision, unfortunate circumstances. Sorry, not, I, I disagree with you there, Mike. Um, I'd, I'd think Creswell can take a penalty. Rice can take a penalty. Suchek can take a penalty. Blimey, Kufal could take a penalty. If, 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 let's just be devil's advocate. So, Rice takes a penalty and it's awful. He doesn't even hit the target. Do you then go, why didn't he bring Noble on? That, that's no. what he said at the press conference. No. 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 Okay, fair enough. Because, okay. listen, 
John Nile wouldn't have done that. And the, John Nile would never not not give a player confidence like like Moyes did with Rice. You just can't do that. You, and it's a completely wrong player as well to do it to. Okay. I'm not even happy about this handing the armband over, if I'm frank. Did he you hand know, the armband over? No, he didn't get a chance to. But no. I mean, generally, this... It's respect, sort He's of... not asked to do that. No, no. It might be fucking respect, but it's also, look... Well, I think it's you can keep... What you should call Noble is the is the club captain. Yeah. But then Declan Rice is the team, the team captain. captain. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't yeah, got you that. We, that, that we're all thinking the same thing. Mark Noble could leave the club the same time as Declan Bleaton Rice. Mm. Really? Yeah. Stop playing for the... Yeah, no, agreed. Try and appreciate him while he's here. The kid's a superstar. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we, we really, we let... We let Man United and Ronaldo take all the headlines when we West Ham and Declan Rice are just as entitled to the headlines, and you you robbed him of his chance of doing that in the same week as the communication guy robs Declan of the chance to talk to the fans. The geezer has been outstanding. This is how you're treating him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he then goes on to say the Soul Suite is in Las Americas, for those that know Tenerife, by the way, not on Veronica's Strip. I don't know if Veronica knew right. she had that on her strip, but anyway. Uh, the much nicer Park de la Paz Strip. Yeah, it would need to be much nicer. Really. Uh -huh. There you go. All right. There you go. Uh, next up, it's uh, Estelios. Uh, hello, Matty Pips. He goes, he said, the obvious question has to be asked. Uh, should he, Moisey, have brought on Noble to take a penalty? Uh, well, we've answered that. And the frankly, it's no. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does this imply that Moyes has no faith in Declan to do the job? Yes. Yes. Totally what it does. Will that play on Declan's mind and yes. could be the type yes. of thing that may make him decide to want to leave the club at this? No. I don't think he's going to think, fuck, if only he'd let me take the penalty, I'd have stayed no. and joined yeah. Man United for 250 grand a week no. to win trophies. You're right, but it's the little things that mount up that make the decision. Yes. It's not one yeah. one little decision. It's like what he, I said about... Oh, come on, let's be honest, right? If we're offered 100 million and he's offered 200 grand a week, it no matter what happens, yeah, we know that. he's going. So let's yeah, we know try that. and dress it up. But but the fact yeah. of the matter, okay, let's not dress it up then. Fucking arsehole lucky to have a player like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah. agreed. So Stel's got a bonus question. Go on. Where was CTL Sunday? Well, at 10 o'clock in the morning, he was in Weatherspoons. Yeah. Um, yeah, were well, you, you pissed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, we got there a little bit of that. It was quite funny, actually. Cause... Oh, would you? Was it... yeah. Hello! Are you opening right. today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. We, Christ, we only just got a table. Oh, really? joking. No, I'm, I'm, there was a lot of people in there. Um, but we, we caught a delayed train, so we kind of got there even earlier. No. But most of the most of Sunday I was standing in the rain still. But my brother didn't want to go with the um to the supporters club because like you still he's under the thumb. No. It's a did lot more you, relaxed um, after the game. Did than you get before. your new card? Yeah, I've ordered game. my replacement card. Did you get your card? Yeah. No, no, Nigel ordered oh. a replacement. Well I found my original 
So I didn't what need number are you? Them. What's your membership number? Three six six. I'm number thirty. Oh, are you? Oh, right. I don't know where they've done the numbering. I that ain't. I, I found my original number. That weren't my original number from back in the day on my old paper card. But obviously, so what has it? Has it got the picture on the back, Sean? Your new one. That hasn't arrived yet. I ordered it and then oh, it's coming this my week. My picture but, that they didn't give me credit for. But they sent me my no. membership number. It's number thirty. They cropped my name out of the picture. You know, didn't ask me to use it. <sighs> not bitter. I'm not bitter. But I'm rather proud that that when I see that, you know, I think, well, that's my picture, and I will tell everyone it's my picture. Did you know that? Uh, anyone? Uh, bonus question or bonus bonus? He said, did anyone else hear Sean singing "Grease Lightning" at the stadium? <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah, there you go. Top plum. Uh, question for you, lot says AI Sean. Uh, is Nicola Key Sean's new love, given his lover's tiff with t Baroness? Well, you've yeah. been in a room with me and Nicola, right? Yeah. And I think you would agree that uh, she's no one squeeze and she can give us good Poundland Brady. She can hold her own, can't she, Nicola? Or plenty for the pound. No, land. being serious, she can hold her own. <laughs> if I'm being yeah. a bit... Right? Two for a pound. Nigel, she can hold her own, can't she? Yeah, you'd need big she's arms to squeeze her. She's nobody's um, uh, person to control. Yeah, she ain't manipulate. got the Brady thing. She ain't got that Brady where Brady can just stare you down. But do you know what? To be fair mm. to her, a lot of people write to me and ask me to solve ticketing problems. I always go to Nicola, and to be fair to Nicola, nine times out of ten she gets them sorted unless it's a policy decision, and therefore... To be fair, the, the one wow. time I cut you out the loop and went straight to her, she did actually sort it out. There you go. Uh, and, but that's that amazing. It's amazing people are actually doing their jobs. Yeah, I know. Like, isn't it? Shocking, it's just, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's unbelievable. Four it? times it's... out of five as well. That's eighty percent of the time there she does a job, which means twenty percent of the time she completely fucks up. <laughs> she's she's the head of. She doesn't usually personally get involved to sort these issues out. She's got a team that does that. Is my point? No, yeah. she's got a team that doesn't do it. That's why you have yeah. to email her. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Moving on, it's your mate, Sean. Which one? Gary Prince. Oh, boy. Oh, it's him. It's uh, Dylan. Dylan Williams from Wales. Uh, safety update. Still no contact from the club. See, they'll talk to you, but they won't talk to the general unwashed public. And even the bald stooge is struggling. He contacted no, no, no. the stadium manager yesterday. I messaged him, yeah. To come visit our section, but it was a no-show. I didn't say come and visit our section. I said keep an eye on the section. Oh, right. There you go. Uh, update on Ticket Trader. Well, there's not one other than the ticket office not prepared to talk to me about my daughter not getting funds for her account as well, I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he told me about this. And this is that he's not his daughter, so he wouldn't talk to her about it. But, but again, oh, right. we'll get it sorted, Mary. We'll get it sorted, mate. Don't worry. Yes, maybe it's something to do with the email they sent saying that she had sold her three seats when I she's only got he, one. No, I did, be, I see, he showed fair, me that email he, last. He did show me yeah. that email, yeah. I'd, 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 I'd have banked the money and kept quiet. And that's what you got to do there. Uh, as long as you got paid the three times. Uh, good to meet up with the bald stooge on Sunday. Nice of him to show me photos on his phone of random people, including one of someone he was particularly proud of meeting. 
Someone who regularly shops in my local Tesco. Odd that, I've never pestered the hamster for a photo. <laughs> uh, still no sign of the stooge asking for my salt code. Uh, have you not weighed him out yet, Sean? I haven't, no. Oh, I did show them a picture of Richard Hammond, who I happen to have met on Friday. Oh, right. Oh, I done your Friday, mate, didn't I? Sean loves standing there having his photo done with little people. I didn't so have a picture. Just tall. to be clear, I didn't have a picture taken with Richard. I thought that was too uncouth. We're in the same helicopter queue, and I had a little chat with him and just said, oh, good evening, Mr. Hammond, what you've been up to? And he was being filmed by a reality sort of film crew at the time, and he had a little chat and just, made me feel just a bit queuing, tall. And just queuing just for your helicopter, were you? Just queuing for the helicopter, yeah. I told you about helicopters, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Uh, Don't uh, get uh, in them, mate. Yeah, and an interesting our helicopter. No, no second pilot. It was. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's an interesting mm. experience. Yeah. Well, you paid for that, Sean. Um, friends, and um, you know, it's it's something that we we go to every year, and and you know, if you know. Goodwood, it's really hard. The, the lanes around there are really hard to get into with, with traffic, and therefore, um, you know, every year is a bit of corporate hospitality. Uh, this oh. company arranges for us to. So, you flew in to go in corporate. I was about to say, you flew in in fancy dress in a helicopter. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Not far away from you, actually, in a place called Ishing, Ishing Farm. Uh, that was very close to me, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, should have popped uh, in. It's the mighty war next up, or the Frenchman, as uh, as he could be called, because uh, he's from, obviously, Guernsey in France. Uh, hi, all, he says. Just a quick message to let you all know that I do have air. It's <laughs> silvered with age, which tends to glisten in the sunlight, so it's not obvious that it's there. Ah, there you go. Uh, we can't all be blessed with a superb barnet like he's. Uh, there you go. All the best basins. Next up, all right, my handsomes, it's Dodsy. How you doing? Brady out. Brady out. First off, what a game against Man U. It gave 10 out of 10 to every single player on the pitch, but maybe a 9 to Fabianski. Don't, please. Don't. Going down Sean's road, Dodds. You can't be doing that. Uh, the energy in interplay was like Brazil. What, Alan Brazil, was it? Was it? I don't know. I can't believe people were moaning about Mark Noble. Oh, Dodsey, come on. I guarantee you, if someone else had taken it in this, they would have said, why didn't he bring on Noble? I tell you what, they wouldn't have done, mate. They would not have said that. Definitely up there was one of the best games I've been to and easily in my top five. Was he talking about Sunday? He said, what a fantastic three days I had in Zagreb. Not as much trouble as I thought there would be, considering we took 2,000 to the game and about 3,000 in Zagreb in total. You'd think with all the empty... I mean, they gave West Ham that whole end behind the goal. Why didn't they just let all the away fans in, isn't it? But still, yeah. five arrests and six separate incidents of attacks and fights on West Ham fans. 2,000 of us being marshaled by 400 robocops from the city to the stadium, water cannons in tow, CS gas available on tap to deal with us, and every robocop had pepper spray in hand. Yeah. The walk probably the highlight of the three days, along with meeting great West Ham fans who will become friends again for life. 
can highly recommend going as this week whet your appetites to go to Belgium or Vienna. Only two questions this week. Nigel, do you think Sean's pictures on Facebook at the race festival made him look like Top Gun? <laughs> Obviously, I've called him, you've seen Top Gun, well here's Top Plum. Uh, perhaps you. we should share these videos, Sean, of, uh, of, of you. <laughs> No, thank you. Uh, and he's gone here. A bit off topic, but we'll play along with it. Who was your top band in the 70s, 80s, and 90s? One from each decade. So he's gone. Queen for the 70s. Human League for the 80s. 90s is Blur. Brady out. Brady out. So 70s, nice. 80s, and 90s. This one for John. I've got mine, but... John. Go on in, DJ Sean. Um, 70s. I'm going to go Pink Floyd. Oh. All right, go on. You could have gone any Pink Floyd for any of them. Decades. I know yeah. I could, but I'm, I'm getting 60s. in early. Uh, 80s, I'm going to go for Adam and the Ants. <laughs> I really loved Adam and the Ants. Uh, 90s, System of a Down. It's such a lie. A... Is, I love System of the Down. I know. But All right. What's the what's what's the big songs. song they had then? Well, what? Toxicity. All right. What's who does the singer look like that we know? What of System of a Down? Yeah. Yeah. Think of someone that we know. Oh no, you're thinking of Stelios. <laughs> oh, oh, well, he's passed the test there, uh, people. To be I do, fair. I really big, I do what's, love what's the What's the lead singer's name in System Oh, don't now. ask me that. Do you know what? I've got no were idea. Were they even 90s, though? Well, it's not a I thought they were was 2000s, was but they did yeah. start in they the 90s. They formed in 1994, yeah. Yeah, they did yeah. form. There you go. They're Armenian-Americans, Serge. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Yeah, so ask, go on. Yes, ask John yeah. this, and, and then George. Is John still here? Can I have a go then? Yeah, yeah you can. You, you just got to wait your turn because I'm being told to ask John. John, John still here? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Seventies, eighties, and nineties. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go for Floyd because we were really big into Floyd. <laughs> um, Depeche Mode. I knew you were going to say Depeche Mode, which is why I didn't use it for the 80s. And uh, 90s, Pearl Jam. (gasps) Yes, Pearl Jam. George? What about George? Can you do a 70s Uh, one? I can do a 70s one. I would say a bit soppy. Um, Bread, probably my favourite band from the 70s. Wow. I like I love Tears for Fears. Sliced or just normal? Best thing since Yeah. Yeah. Um be Tears for Fears for the eighties and for the nineties, Curveball, Tribe Called Quest. Oh. Yes. Good enough. Okay. Um Len? I could pick loads yeah. in the seventies ink and eighties, including Pink Floyd. Oh, but I'm gonna Remember in the seventies more. I think my favourite, one of my favourite brands, was Thin Lizzy, and then carrying up through the eighties, it could be Maiden or Guns and Roses. I like them as well. Uh, and nineties, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for in the nineties. <laughs> 
riveting stuff. It, you Actually, did, he did say it was going to be long, didn't you, Len? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll pick Maiden. I'll, I'll make it easy myself. I'll pick Maiden for the 90s. How about that? There's some good albums in the 90s. Well, then quickly. Well, 90s. 70s for me, I'm going to have to go with the specials. Gary Glitter. It was it was even madness or the specials, but the specials. Um, cool, that's me. right at the end of the seventies. Well, I, I'm that age, and I I'm younger, so I mean, the seventies, yeah, Queen. But if I'm thinking, they broke up for me in '81, didn't they? So they were late. They're about '79, '79. Yeah. yeah, so. That's when Loved I first started listening to music was the specials and madness. Yeah, 77 yeah, exactly. they formed, by the way. 80s has to be the Smiths. Um, totally dominated it for me. And the 90s would be Nirvana. Yeah, did it. I wasn't really um, into the Seattle thing. Yeah, anyway, it's, uh, yeah. it's not a music podcast. It is a football podcast. So we can we get back to football? Yep. So, uh, next up, it's the button monkey himself, Russ Tickles here. He sounds like one of them, you know, like children's TV entertainers, doesn't he? Where he looks like a children's TV yeah. entertainer as well. Junkie um, Russ, the children's entertainment. It? Hello, it's oh. Russ Tickles here. Oh. Uh, if, you were to, if you were the manager, who would you put on penalties on Sunday? Rice. Rice, rice, baby. Yeah. Well, I well, mean... The question's got to be asked. If you're going to want to replace Antonio up front with Bowen, then maybe you should trust him from 12 yards. I'd like to see Quez will take one. And, um, you know, I think we could have a couple of good penalty takers in their miss. You've got to give them a confidence boost. You know, there's no point in being the best penalty takers at Chabaleef or Rush Green. You've got to do it under the circumstances match game circumstance. And I think it was a good opportunity for someone to be a hero. Wasted. You know what Noble can do. He's going over old ground now. Well, that's story, Bray. Tower two games. Just look back to 1996 when we needed a last-minute penalty to equalise against Man United and who stepped Jenny up Dicks, and it? smashed it into the back yeah. of the net. And that was the 2-2 as well. Yeah, it was. But we were 2-0 oh, down that, in that yeah. game. Was, yeah, that was no, the Ratatouille game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I said to your brother, Dick's done it. It's the same circumstances. Yeah. He smashed it in. Yeah. Next up, Mark Hallin, um, who I think is a, is a commentator, didn't he, on Sky, Mark Hallin? But anyway, evening, gents. What a week. Great performance, I grabbed. The game on Sunday was a roller coaster. But I thought we gave a good account of ourselves. No surprise that the haters have come out on social media about the decision to bring Noble on. Uh, whatever, sitting here as well. I'll, I'll hold my hand yeah. up as well, Mark, like that. I don't think there'd have been too many fans that thought that was a wrong decision at the time. Well, I'll hold my hands up. You're I did. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a few of us. Yeah. Uh, had Noble scored, Moyes would have been a genius. No, they got away no, with it. Uh, I think it's time to just let Deck take the penalties. Well, the time was when we had one. Uh, your fault. You've heard of Mark. Uh, he thinks, which has not been said, which is true, Zuma looks like a great signing. He did. Uh, keep up the good work, he says, even you, Sean. Uh, next up is the lovely Belinda Kai 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 He's the Greek goddess herself. He's back with, her, for her, a very long post. Even in peeps, she says. Europa Cup, to give it its proper name, I think. I don't know. Only saw the highlights because she was out. But an accomplished performance from the bits I saw. 
Sports. The Sunday first live game, she says, since the pandemic. Atmosphere was great. You should have been at the other games then. We definitely yeah. missed Antonio. I do think he would have put some of the chances away. I, I tend to agree with you there. Don't think we were bad at all. Yeah, or I thought we were better than bad. Zuma's great. Vlasic will be great. Just needs a bit more time. I agree. And uh, and she disagrees with all the Yarmolenko moaners. Sean, uh, his link-up plays fantastic. And she had a great view from his seat. I just knew Lingard would score. Yeah. It was always going to happen. Everyone goes on. We'll go on about the penalty, but we didn't take the chances we had. I think Bowen scuffed one on his left foot, didn't he? That was um, in the first half. Was bringing Noble on wrong? Yes. Not sure. She says though, because he hasn't missed a penalty since 2016. If he'd have scored, Moyes would have been a genius. Would have guessed what he didn't, so he ain't. Anyway, question. Finally. Who do you think Moyes will play on Wednesday? She loves the show. Four kisses. Uh, so you miss out, Sean. One's missing out. Yeah, Sean. Man, Man United. Uh, best Ronaldo oh, nickname yeah. story, I have bro. seen is the on Twitter, which is the Tapping Tom Daly. Mm. Right. Anyway, uh, do we do we go? Do we want to list who we play Wednesday? Not I think really. you play the B team, right? And I think yeah. Ariola will get a chance. I think it rests. One thing Fair I didn't sensitive say earlier, subject, isn't it? Yeah, is um, I thought Zuma was my man of the match. I didn't say this earlier. I thought Zuma was absolutely immense. You're actually right, Sean. No one mentioned Zuma, did they? I didn't. He was yeah. absolutely immense. And I thought he had such a terrific game. And I think he'll be rested. In comes Dawson for his game. And I think Zuma's not going to give up his uh, centre-back place anytime soon. Hmm. So you're going to have Fredericks play, aren't you? You're going to have... Why don't um, you write it up, Sean, and call in the B team? I'm sure that'll go down well. With the <laughs> yeah, it circle. is a B team, isn't it? Come on. No, you, you write that up, Lanzini son. Lanzini will play yeah. and... Yeah. Is, that, is that the last last game of Antonio's ban? No, he only he, had a one match back. He only had one, one, one match back. He won't right. play. Yeah. They, won't, they won't use him on uh, next up, it's old Paul Chopper Harris. Thanks for the podcast again, gents. Uh, given how good he was in Zagreb and how quick forward thinking he can be, should we hope to see Fredericks use more as a right winger in future games against the top four? Well, I think it shows there's a future for Fredericks at the club. I thought he was outstanding Thursday. Uh, much like Masuaku left on the left, if fit, he's a potential attacking option that might be used more regular. He's half expecting Moyes to go five at the back with the wing-backs versus Man U. Mm. Arthur and Fredericks are fit and ready. That may have been a more dynamic option than Yarmolenko to replace a tiring Bowen of four nails for the last 20 minutes. A couple of people said that around me. Never mind yesterday's drama. Noble will often not be on the pitch now when we get a rare pen, so we need a recognised new penalty taker. He's going for Criswell. Oh, yeah. It weren't, it weren't on play. the pitch when we got a pen this time, either. Yeah, Noble <laughs> no. will play. They're playing Noble. Uh, R.I.P. Jimmy Greaves, yes. Yeah. How late do you think that penalty would have had to be for him to beat Noble on? If he got that in the 70th minute, do you think he brings Noble on? No. Because no. I'm surprised... It's, no, I don't think so either. But I'm a little bit surprised he brought Lanzini on instead of Noble. Because he could have broke out a bit and he would have been on there for the penalty anyway. And then there would have been no... He's taken a liking to Lanzini playing that withdrawn yeah. position. Yeah. He? Like he a sweeper. Well. Yeah. He's, 
and he does do well. He's a good player. Next up, without being discreet, how many more questions? I've got to get on. I, I don't know. Daz Laria. Uh, I would uh, blame Jesse and blame the answers. Yeah, you. You ask him loads and loads of questions, really, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Daz Laria. <laughs> After the announcement, bearing in mind, I posted this up at quarter past 20 past six. So George's thought for uh, after the announcement, aggrieves Sorry, his Sorry, I'm trying to produce the show a bit. Yeah, well done. Oh. Well done. Yeah, yeah mixing it up. We should just no, ditch like the rest of the questions after that. What, after one? Yeah. You'll have a mutiny, Sean. You know what it's like when you dally with um, people's question time? Only questions. Dazlar says, after the announcement of Greaves' death to Harat, look, all the four major teams he played for all played the same day. Tits, Ski, AC Milan, of course, as truly. Um, hoping you'll discuss earlier, but even long COVID, I was screaming at Yarmolenko to make some effort in pressuring the opposition. Would you agree that he gets one more chance on Wednesday? Yes, I would. Question yes. two. If you could create your ultimate football stadium from different grounds around the world, what would it be? This, I mean, this deserves a great answer, but we're running out of time, Dazzler. You would have asked it next week, because he's gone, I'll read out his, and we'll all have a think. Mine would be the, the chicken run for the intimidation, the original yeah. one. Johnny Yane's stand at the cottage for its beauty. Braga's rock face with its massive screen for its uniqueness. And Dortmund's yellow wall was the largest freestanding grandstand in Europe. It was 25,000 on your own. Days are out. So give me one stand, Sean. One stand. I don't think Sean's there. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, sorry. No. Sorry, uh, I had to just quickly uh, do something. Yeah, well, put the kids to yeah. bed again. What? what? Strike the dog? What? Does it matter? Does it matter? Well, look, you know. All right, so... You if, put the Pop-Tarts in, honest, you? I was just doing a... I was just checking the pH level in the hot tub, if, if you really have to know. <laughs> checking the pH <laughs> level in the hot tub. The pH level in the hot tub. In the sex pond. Right, talk amongst yourself for a minute. As he's queuing for his helicopter. Oh, my God, please. Can no. we... Let, 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 come on. No, it's not coming yet. You all right? Do you want to come say hello to the world? No, you all right? Well, Sean... Do you fancy oh, talking about a stand or... Oh, where, where are you working? Who's that? Who are you talking to? <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. What is happening? I'm going. I'm going ball. in a minute. All right, George, give you a prediction. I'll be done in for, 10 minutes. Um, uh, we're going to win 2-0. Yeah, well done. 10 minutes. What, Wednesday? Oh. Yeah, Wednesday. Sorry about no, that. I meant, I meant Leeds. Right, we're we're going to lose 2-0. We're going we're gonna to lose and then... Leeds, we're going to win. Okay. I'm jumping out right now. Right. See you, All right. See, you See you later boys. then. Right. Next up, I'm going to just read the peoples and we just don't answer them. Steve Lyons, evening gents, and the doggy man. Oh, it's cheeky Lyons, the, 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 the happy police uh, postman, we should say. Uh, is that joke getting a bit long in the tooth now? Nah, it ain't. Uh, he, he sat at the O2 Arena with his young lad Edward waiting to watch the WWE. Uh, great result Thursday, but Sunday was always going to be Ronaldo Wankfest. Uh, he was disappointed with the result. It's not the end of the world, and the penalty decision baffles me. He was here, but he bets uh, Moisey won't try that again. Oh, and he wants you to crack on with your Canning Town lens impression of David Sullivan, please. 
Brady um, out. Desperately busy at the minute. Brady out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Christopher Rampson says... going on the club. Yes, he said... Club. I thought of that, but I am doing something with a club legend at the minute. It's taken no, up. But I'll, I might do it. Sometimes I think about it, and then I think it's, a, it's quite a bit of work to do at times. But you never know. I might change my mind. Mm. Next up, top fan, Davey Jones. Old Ziggy says, evening all. Not a bad week with West Ham. Great European win. Solid performance on Sunday. Uh, disappointed we lost. Soon to lose playing well. Exactly what I think. And looking strong as a team and rolling over. He doesn't think it matters who took the pen, as it's always a lottery. Most fans for the game you'd want taking the last minute penalty, and I both would have said no ball. I bet they wouldn't. Uh, did notice the Sunday club shop are selling season ticket wallets. How ironic that mm. they don't give us season tickets and continue with the piss poor system. Brady out. Brady out. They fit your shiny, though. Yeah, yeah, they do fit the shinies. Um, next up, Sean's mate, Gary Prince. Evening, gents. How was everyone's experience getting in on Sunday? Well, you've heard how we all got on. Queues are less at security, but more at the turnstile. Is the club sticking with the electronic system for now? Yes. Yes, but you get one QR code so you can buy your shiny. Town how long do you reckon they're going to hang this code out for? Bet- oh, mate, they'll the... send that to you Friday I, night before I, the blow. I don't think... Do you know what? I'll have a little sportsman's bet with you. I don't even think they'll mention it again. I don't even think it's coming. I don't no. think... As you, you were, you thanks might, to Shawnee. They worded it cr- quite carefully. I said, yeah. is it going to be ready before or after the Man United game? And I th- right. and, and they went, after the Man United game. Yeah, long game after. Game. Four so fucking years, said, what? Um, then I said, does that mean it'll be ready for Brentford? And it wasn't answered. So right. yeah. it'll be they ready won't when do it's anything. ready. I bet you... Screen. But yeah, they've got no plans to change. They, you, they'll just carry on. They with look, they're here. homing in on a new solution. Then, well, why would why are they taking? Why why don't they get it right in the first place? Then, and then why don't they just lose solution? Then, if they think yeah. the solution's fine, yeah. And what is a new solution? Yeah, better the new solution suits them <coughs> more than it does us. Yeah. yeah. Gary wants to know, will they get more notice on the ticket situation for the Europa matches? I think you talking about the away games. Well, Gary, what you got to remember is Europa only changed the bloody rules a week before the game was yeah. played. To be fair to the club, that wasn't the club's fault. They, they didn't even know whether they were going to allow... No, they didn't know, but they can but say something. Fault. You can't, you can't, you know, just let it all happen and say, oh, it's not our fault. We know it's probably not your fault, but tell the people who bought the tickets. Well, they did. They told me, and I put it on Clarence News. When did they tell you, Sean? Right, I killed that cunt. Sorry, language. That was fucking <laughs> e- that was evil that was in here. He got the show shoe, bang, done, gone. All right, come on. Right, I've got guns. So Ted, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna rattle through of them. Usually going on, Ted, Uncle Ted Sexton, um, Dave's nephew says, does Yarmolenko contribute anything to the team other than a high wage? Short and sweet. That's what we like, Dave. Ted, sorry. Well, we'll call you Dave from now on. Sean Dugan, the Doog, says, Evening, Jensen. Thanks for a great podcast, as are you always. Solid performance by the team. Superb winning Zagreb. An unlucky against Man Ewer. Zuma looks great. Zla- he says, uh, Zlazic 
uh, I think it's Vlasic, Sean, not with a Z, but with a V, has fitted in well. Uh, what's the situation with Lingard after his great reception? Well, I stood up and gave him a standing ovation because I think he earned okay. that, and that's yeah. all he got. Uh, as he refused a new contract with United, could we be in with a sniff in January or do we just draw a line and move on? It, well, Moyes come out and said before the game, actually, that he asked Oli Gunnar before and, and yeah. Oli said, look, we're not selling him anyway. Yeah, so we didn't go after him and he never turned us down. So a lot of misnomers are put about by certain people and transferred no people. At the time, you just got to ignore them. Dare. Yeah. Ed Hughes, bit of squirrel. Will you bring on one of the booties for your predictions section at the end? We did. Uh, well, we've done that, Paul. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Ed, as you've heard. Next up is uh, it's Paul Oakley. Oh, Another cool. man from California. Uh, all right, lads. Uh, but this one's uh, a proper like West Ham. Not like, you know, not, not, not you foreign fans are not deserving. Like, I'm just saying that Paul's actually from Blighty. Uh, yeah. We clearly have improved so much in a few years. Antonio starting. We could have even won that game. He won't talk about the penalty. So the goal should be a top eight finish and a f- strong uh, Europe tournament. Keep deck for another season. I don't think if it's only top eight and, and we don't win anything, we will. If we can't keep him, what are we going to buy for 100 million? Uh, which group players. of players do you think we could get to make the better team? And then he laughs about Alice scoring four. Maybe we could buy him again. Yeah. Next up, it's the old Skoda salesman himself, Mr. Allen Day. Uh, Mercedes. Hello, Allen. Evening, chaps, it says. Uh, there's been some puff pieces about West Ham in the press, about the club, the team, the owners, the fans. Do you feel that attitudes are really changing? Or will it take early cup exit and a few defeats for the fans to start moaning? Me personally, he says he's never felt prouder. It doesn't feel like a flash in the pan. We are building something. No more for ghoulies and can't controls. Quality players, quality team spirit. Europa was excellent. PAI has gone quiet. Keep up the good work. Alan Day. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Al. Uh, But then we've got the process coming up. So we'll see what that's like. Jason Backhouse, evening gents, with Nigel commenting on my 70s profile pic with a typical hairstyle of the era on the last podcast, a classic of the decade. We all had one, Jay, don't knock it, son. Which hammer has had the worst haircut? Uh, Bishop's long mane, Payet's sharp Mohican, or Carol's man bun must rank among them. Worst haircut, I'm sorry. Oh, you know, I'm always good with names, but that Chilean dickhead. I knew you were going to say Vargas. Vargas, yes, him. That's who I was thinking of. He, he should have jumped he out of that window and kept going. We should have gone a after stinker, him. He stinker, didn't he? Dear, dear. Well, no, the Wimbledon game, he done that for. It wasn't it a cup game? I'm thinking it was like yeah, a cup right. fourth round, but we shouldn't. I don't why we went after him when he jumped out the window. God only. Not. Next up, it's Colonel Richard Kemp. Evening, chaps. Out of 10, how would you rate Ben Rama's season? He says, to quantify, he's a bit of an enigma to me. Some excellent moments, but also goes missing a fair bit. He thought we got run over a bit in midfield, but look, they brought McTominay in just to make sure, and Lanzini should have come on earlier. What's your thoughts? I'd give uh, Ben Rama uh, 7 out of 10. Has he played every game this season? I think he's appeared, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, seven between seven and eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they will. That's it. Well, any on Twitter predictions, Nigel? Quickly on Twitter, I'll just read them. Uh, our bad Dan thirty one sixty thirty four forty three. Uh, he said our bad was Yarmolenko jogging around like he had Sean on his back. <laughs> That's good. We've no one barely featuring these days. It's more important than ever that Moyes nails down his penalty takers and sticks with it. Brady out, and then Brady next out. up is Mark Reaper or Kevin, as we like to call him. My battery's going as well. Might recent events at Derby encourage the GSBR ultras to reconsider their blind hatred of the owners? There are worse owners and could protests only encourage more hostile takeovers that there are no billionaires queuing up to buy the club. Brady out. That's a discussion, Kev, for another day. Mm. Thus endeth Facebook, Twitter, question time. Predictions from Nigel. Nigel. I think... We will uh, draw with Leeds one all. How about um, the uh, Man United lose on penalties? Interesting. I think we'll lose one nil to Man United, but win two nil against Leeds. I will go for a one nil win against Man United, a shock one because they put out the kids, and a two one win against Leeds away. Positive, positive. I've been Sean. Nigel has been... Um, yeah, yeah. Booch is long gone and Len has been... Standing in the rain. Come on, you iron. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. Just a two-hour More ten. than just a podcast. That's about average. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.